This aberration, whose only means of expression are wanton violence and destruction. that within every normal system there exists an aberration, something different. This weird aberration society. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's good, man. I'm glad to hear that uh that you're uh going back into directing. It's been a minute since since yeah. uh, Black Devil Doll, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it has. Well, you I know like, it's funny. I still, I still get like 2007. Oh man. <laughs> you know it was yeah it was it was that's when i uh directed it uh and we released it i think 2008 and like officially like on dvd yeah. and everything um and it was it was like 2000 it was like three years it was 2007 eight and nine it was we were putting it everywhere um, I still get messages for that movie. I, I love that movie. This the movie that um, that I watched, uh, Cold Sweat. Yeah, that was around <laughs> the time we were making that. But uh, yeah, and then and then I made uh, an anthology that kind of didn't do anything, and that was 2010. And then um, after that, I got into documentary stuff i started doing like videography and documentary and all sorts of things and like uh worked on some uh, with giorgio suculus from ancient aliens and <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah all sorts of all sorts of stuff but anyways yeah i'm uh my biggest thing now is just you know getting back behind the camera want to do some more directing i have some good scripts some good ideas it's going to be fun so all right well jonathan i will go ahead and just give the official introduction so uh when well, I'll, I'll let you give your own introduction but uh i will start it out with a welcome back to mutual aberration society um as always i'm ryan jackson um <laughs> and today uh we're going to be discussing a 2010 uh, Argentinian and Mexico co-production, I believe, uh, of a movie called Cold Sweat from, yeah, from 2010. Um, and to yeah. talk about this movie, um, I have on a guest, uh, Jonathan Lewis Lewis. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, yeah. uh, feel free to go ahead and tell everyone in your own words who you are. A little bit more about yourself. Uh yeah, I mean, I'm a filmmaker, director, um, all around filmmaker, I say, because I've done it all in terms of like, you know, DP and all the jobs you could think of along the way. But my main focus is writing, directing. I come from Oakland, California, uh, and quickly had moved into Los Angeles and around like 2007 made a black known mostly for black devil doll uh black exploitation exploitation sexploitation <laughs> movie that's uh 
grew a life of its own with my brother Sean Lewis. Black Devil Dog, rated X by an all-white jury. From the director who's been labeled a self-hating Negro, Jonathan Lewis. Why do you say the N-word so much? Bitch, I say the over a hundred times a day. It's the only thing that keeps my teeth white. Black Devil Dog, sticking it to the man in 2008. We also had another script together that we were trying to get off the ground uh, called Bottom Feeder. And um, he turned that into a graphic novel and started his own company with graphic novels with Ebon Press. And he's been licensing other films and doing those. And so, I mean, our the Bottom Feeder script that turned into a graphic novel is amazing. Uh, it's bigger and better than what we could have ever imagined as the uh, as the film. Yeah. And 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 then he's gone on to do license other films, classic films that we all love, horror films, uh, Italian horror films like Zombie and Beyond and things like that and his own creations. But uh, but yeah, it's it's been great. I mean. We Black Devil Doll was really good to us. And I mean, we we had a a novelization from it. Um it has a loyal fan base. And I've just uh slowly I went off and started doing some, you know, other work. And now I'm trying, I'm actually working on a lot of features now as a production coordinator to pay the bills, but try and get back into doing some more feature work. I want to direct some more stuff that I've been writing. I got a few things up my sleeve. Uh, awesome, one dude. of them being, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that later, but let's, I'll yeah. let you. Get <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it was good. It's good to, uh, <laughs> it's good to get all of that sort of, you know, um, update because like I said, it's been like we were saying before we officially started, it's been a minute since we last spoke. Um, yeah. Like I said, I know I I ran into you. I don't even remember the first time I ran into you, honestly. I mean, yeah, it's been <laughs> years, man. It was yeah, I. Sure. It, it had to been around uh, Black Devil Doll back yeah, in two thousand seven. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then obviously, originally, yeah, yeah. And then I then I met you in L.A. a couple times. Um, I think the first time I met you was at the Haggis House, right? Yeah, 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 at that birthday yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then, yeah, and then I invited you to this other party in LA. Uh, yeah, Tyrese had, and yeah, and that was years later. That, yeah, that was, was that uh, was many years later. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe a a few a couple years later, yeah. or a couple years ago. I mean, yeah, that was years so, ago. But yeah, yeah, I think that was probably yeah, like a yeah, yeah, years after something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to talk to you. Um, one of the interesting aspects about like doing a podcast like this is for me, at least is, is to get other people. Cause I find like, I don't know about you, but I find like, uh, it's not really interest. It's, it's not as interesting sometimes to have someone who made something come on and talk about that thing. You know what I mean? Mm. It's far I more. I feel like, like, it, it, like, I feel like, yeah, there's an interesting like conversation to be had if I was like, yo, let's talk about Black Devil Doll, right? Which there's a lot to say mm -hmm. about that movie. <laughs> but but <laughs> it's like I have noticed um, that there's something a lot more interesting and I feel like a far more sort of uh, 
illuminating to hear like people talk about like something they haven't made right and like listen to two people sort of our group of people talk about another thing like you know what i mean i feel like it's something very interesting about that uh and i've been like leaning more towards that because i do have a lot of you know uh fellow creators that i bring on um but i've just been Mm -hmm. leaning more and more towards sort of like like people's perspectives on the work of others because it's just a very like for this movie for instance right like um Mm -hmm. I picked it for a couple of reasons. I picked it one because I feel like uh, I like to talk about movies again that don't really get a lot of, uh, you know, because again, how many times? Uh, yeah, yeah. A podcast about, like, still, yeah. Halloween or like, you know what I mean? Cool. Or like the thing or. Yeah, like, yeah. You know I mean? No, like, it's, it's true. Yeah, it's, you know? it is. It is interesting uh, to have those conversations. I mean, even if you look at the uh documentaries that are on shutter or other streaming services um that talk about horror films or they bring filmmakers to talk about their favorite horror films or or stuff like that it's you get you get this kind of insight to how where they're coming from or who they are based on just their opinions i think of the films of the films that we know and love but like you said it's it's always the classics. It's always yeah, the it's, ones that we've already dissected and a million times over. Yeah, it's like and, the same 80 movies, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like over yeah. and over again. It's like, all right. Like, uh, so, you know, I picked yeah. that. Another reason I like, again, I like this for a lot of reasons, but um, I also kind of like like this director. Um, I don't know how familiar you, you are with, uh, I think it's Adrian Garcia. Bogliano, I think that's how you say it. Bogliano. Um, are you familiar with any of his stuff? He did late phases. No, no, I I haven't seen any of his other stuff. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so late, and, late phases. Not to cut you off, uh, Jonathan, but uh, no, go uh, ahead. Late phases is his sort of uh, his America. I think this is that's the movie that he's gotten sort of the most probably notoriety here for. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's basically a werewolf movie and that it's actually a good mm-hmm. werewolf movie. Um, and it, it has the guy, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, Nick, uh, Dominci, you know what I'm talking about? Nick, Dem- Dem- I can probably ruining this guy's name from, uh, he's from, um, what's the, uh, Stakeland? Oh, this guy. Did, I, Nick, yeah. Yeah. yeah he, I've he's seen like, he's that, in a bunch of shit. I know like, what you're talking about. But yeah, but he's, he's in the movie. He's got Ethan Embry in it too. Um, but it's like a werewolf movie that's like set uh in like a he's like a blind veteran at like a retirement community and like some some werewolf is like basically attacking like the elderly people and kill, killing them and shit but it's like it's an it's the one movie that like uh this filmmaker's made that se- seems to like get because it, it was an american production i believe release uh, yeah release and 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 so people know him for that like you know and mm-hmm. honestly when anybody makes a halfway decent like werewolf film it usually gets you know, yeah. at least at least in yeah. like, you know, horror circles, it, you know, at least it gets some uh, tends to get talked about. Right. But he's got a lot yeah. of interesting movies like he he did this other movie. Uh, I'm trying to let me pull it up here. Uh, he did this other movie called uh, Here Comes the Devil. He did this other movie called uh, Penumbra. Like, again, just a very mm. interesting sort of like I keep I keep my eye on like different, you know, like filmmakers and people that I see like doing stuff that I feel like is always sort of interesting because I've watched this, this filmmaker specifically, I've watched him work with all kind of budgets. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, he, yeah. Like, he's been able to do interesting stuff with with like very little. You know, like um, some of his earlier films, you can tell are like, like did this dude's like did this on like VHS? <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> yeah. But cold sweat specifically the thing that that i really thought was very novel about it um and very uh an interesting way of taking uh an inspiration and doing something completely outside the box so for those who don't know um i will go ahead and read the like as as i always do i will read the synopsis for cold sweat um uh which yeah well, as just to, to chime in there like yeah i did see here comes the devil okay. and that i i love that so oh yeah so you have seen but, one of yeah. them okay cool cool yeah, yeah. i have yeah so, uh, <laughs> you know a lot of uh, some, sometimes it is stuff it's no no like, it's, trust me i know i know man it there's, comes there's and goes i'm man. like I, did so i see that stuff. yeah did i see that by that person yeah i get i get it no worries but uh here is the uh letterbox synopsis slash log line Okay. Don't run. Don't scream. Don't even breathe. A young woman searches or a young woman searching for his missing. What? I can't read Jonathan. Please forgive me. Hooked on phonics. I write and I can't read. Okay. A young (laughs) man. By the way, a great writer, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A young man searching for his missing girlfriend, an unconditional friend willing to do anything to uncover the truth. An investigation that culminates in an old house Inside await two brutal murderers armed with 25 boxes of explosives that were lost since the last military dictatorship. Now, I will I will say this about that uh, synopsis. I will give them mm-hmm. benefit of the doubt because I know English is a second language for them. So I'm assuming that. Yeah. Wrote that. <laughs> uh, but the cool thing about this, uh, this movie is that it takes from and I was telling you this when I when I said, yeah, we should talk about this movie is that it takes the idea. It, clearly, it's inspired by. Uh, William Friedkin's uh, Sorcerer um, and Sorcerer is, mm. a, is a film also like Sorcerer is ironically enough a remake of uh, which is Wages of Fear uh, I've mm. always loved Sorcerer mm. uh, yeah. I've always loved it but like to watch them take a f- and even the, the the main character even has a shirt that says Sorcerer like it literally yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah. just to make it clear that like no 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 he's riffing off sor- Sorcerer he's definitely riffing off Sorcerer but the cool thing about Sorcerer was, the, you know, it follows these guys who are like trying to transport these trucks full of nitroglycerin. Um, yeah. In a, you know, in a, basically in the middle of a war zone. And, and, and mm-hmm. also, you know, they have to go through this treacherous terrain. And the whole time you're like, yo, one false bump and it could just end it all for everybody. Um, and the idea that they, he, he would even think to like take an idea like this and make it about like, two crazy uh <laughs> uh motherfuckers who just have boxes of nitroglycerin yeah. <laughs> um i just i just love that concept and like honestly uh first of all what did you think i mean we'll we'll, we'll go into more depth about the movie in general but like what did you think uh initially uh when i told you about this but then also like how did you feel about the movie in general upon like this this is a first watch for you so well, it's uh, whenever I watch, well, first off, whenever I watch anything or if I'm and I and I haven't and I haven't seen it. I mean, it's one of those movies. Uh, well, even before that, it's one of the films that I've constantly seen or the, the box art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it looks interesting and I and I haven't it's on that list 
and you're like, oh, okay, I'll get to that because we watch we watch so many films, and um, I don't know, it just slipped through the cracks. But anyways, um, I like to go in blind. I like to not even read the synopsis. I don't want to see the trailer. I just want to experience what go on that roller coaster. What that filmmaker is taking me on. Um, my it, the the first impressions of it um you're kind you don't know what's going on when uh <laughs> when it starts out i mean you're getting this history of the dictatorship and you're and then they're they're, t- they're telling they're telling you about this these explosives and this dynamite that has been lost yeah. and you know and it's never been recovered and then right away boom you're in this uh, you're in this car with these, I mean, I'm not going to ruin anything for anybody who hasn't seen it, but it's like, you're in this car with these, these people on a, on a, on a chat room in there mm-hmm. with their laptop. And then like, they've been trying, he's been trying to track down his, his girlfriend or his ex-girlfriend. Ex, ex-girlfriend. It, yeah. And, and he's, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, this, it's almost, it's like, I don't know you you go from some weird uh storyline of trying to automatically try and track down your ex-girlfriend to you get the feel of this girl going into a house and it's she's like it's almost like a, a chainsaw a chainsaw massacre feel of like she's walking into some where leatherface is going to be behind the door and shut the door and close it yeah um I, I'm still, I'm still processing some of it in terms of how I felt about the opening, but the, the movie is amazing. I, Mm -hmm. once you get in and (laughs) you start seeing what's happening and what these guys are up to, you want to know like, well, who exactly are these guys? Like, who were they within the, what is, what is their past? But you don't need that. It's great that you're less is more in a lot of ways. Yeah, and, yeah, and and I and I love that about films. I I think uh, a lot of movies spoon feed and and have too much exposition these days, and so it was great to see this kind of show don't uh don't tell kind yeah. of aspect of the film. Yeah, and then you get in, and then you start getting into uh, like right away you start seeing <laughs> what they're doing with these liquid explosives, and 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 it's brutal and to the point where people can't can't move they can't they can't yeah every little, any any yeah. every little every little movement they uh-huh. could kill themselves mm. by the way these guys have set this it's you can you can also see the the trend that at the time i mean saw was what 2003 yeah this is definitely influenced by that for sure yeah, um, yeah it's, this is it's got it it's it's got that it's got that jigsaw kind of feel mm-hmm. but i i wouldn't say it's the the later saw influences or no, like the yeah, films yeah. that came after i would say it's yeah. one of the like the first saw is more of like thriller in line yeah, yeah. it's a thriller yeah. it yeah. it reminds me of an italian giallo yeah, it's uh, definitely closer to that than the other movies. Yeah, yeah. other movies yeah. and, become and a this, thing. this is that too, mm-hmm. but it's the same in the sense 
you know the you know who the killer is already right. yeah yeah and yeah um yeah i mean it, it was just it was amazing in that sense i i was actually glad i watched it i was like great great man yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I try to try i try to pick movies that are like good actually you know what i mean or like that i feel like are worthy of of discussion not only discussion but watching because you know you got to take into yeah. account people have to sit through <laughs> sit through these movies but uh yeah i thought it was really there's a lot of things that i thought about this um and you hit on a few of them just just initially which is you know kind of well for for one thing right like mm-hmm. the filmmaker's pretty good about sort of like having that first woman like the way we watch, we get to see what happens to somebody. Yeah. When this, when the, yeah. there's right a scene away. where right away they show a girl who who has nothing to actually do with with our with our group initially, right? She's just some unfortunate woman who these guys have captured before, you know, our main group of characters come into the story, and we see her demise in in a quite gory spectacle. And at that point, you know, then it kind of backs off because it's done all the work. I feel like a lesser a, mm-hmm. a lesser in lesser hands, right? Or a lesser filmmaker would have been like, all right, that's the first one. Now we're just going to keep doing that over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Not, not yeah. realizing that like, no, you don't have to now because now we or, know, yeah, yeah. Now we know what no, this no. shit can do. Like, so now yeah, like yeah, you, said, yeah, like, you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so now you're, it's you're, like that, you... that tension is there. You know what I mean? Like if you didn't know, Absolutely. now you know, like, cause you know, there might be some people who are unfamiliar with the idea of like, what is nitroglycerin and like, what the fuck? Well, they go ahead and they get that out the way. And then it's like at that right point, away, every time you, you see people interact with this shit, you're like on the edge of your seat too. like, oh, like one false move. And it does sort of all mm-hmm. that sort of tension for you at that point. Um, and it is a very clever. It's a clever device, because in a lot of ways, these movies, these sort of like post Saul, you know, horror genre movies like uh, that, that have sort of villains who play games with the characters in a way right who yeah sort of play with their with their prey right like we we see that now that's a very like at this point a very like tired trope right yeah but what's very interesting common. is like when you can watch a movie like this and they're able to sort of still get you into it because that's a for me like watching a film like this like now um through the lens of 2022 like you're probably at a, you're gonna have an uphill battle you know, mm-hmm. because it's like, I've yeah, seen no. this so many yeah. times, what are you going to do? That's going to make it, you know, uh, not feel like, okay, you know, uh, okay, whatever. And, and they well, managed to do this because again, it's such an original they, idea of a, a they a, did it. I, I, I'm, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, you're good, they, you're I think, I think it is, they, they did it right in the sense, like, um, Number one, what you were just saying, that first, the first girl that goes in, we get to see it, you know, you would, you may in some other filmmaker, you might see like a foreshadowing scene before anything in the very beginning. And then just to, just to show off what's happening. And, and that's, that's another very tired trope of filmmaking i mean because they want to they want to get the audience that inciting incident boom right there you're, you're starting it up but anyways uh they did it right with that aspect they also did it right where a lot if you if this was made by somebody else or this was one of the other i guess not to you know shit on the saw movies or anything right. 
but um that genre of the and i hate the term torture porn because i i don't yeah it's just i i I just i don't think that's what you know some of the films were pretty brutal but i i just i don't agree with it but anyways that's a whole nother discussion yeah yeah, yeah. uh but anyways (laughs) it's like you they did it in a sense where this wasn't this still kind of was in line with a horror film where it left the horror to your imagination even though this is a film about people playing with their victims and torturing them. And it's not gory at all. Right. I mean, it's, there's, there's, there's some, it has gore. Scene. It has gore, but yeah. it's not gore. Yeah. It's not gore driven. Like it, it driven. Uses the yeah. Gore I mean, of, yeah. Like, like I was saying, it punctuates, it uses it for a purpose. Like it's like, all right, yeah. they show you gore when they, they feel it's necessary to continue sort of like, uh, I don't know, the, to keep the audience sort of the presence of like death, like, you know what the, I mean? Or the, the terror, pres- the terror. Yeah. It's like they do it for punctuation reasons where it's like we show you what 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 it, what it can do to you. And then like then when we feel like it's gone long enough where nothing has happened, then we might throw a little bit more back in there for you just to show you, mm-hmm. just to let you know, like, yeah, shit can you, people these still can get fucked up. Like people can still die. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, I yeah, feel like yeah. that was a smart sort of way to go about it. Cause there is a different version of this movie where that's all it is. It's just people. Exploding, yeah. Which I'm here for. That's what, but, that's what, but, yeah, exactly. But, you know. I mean, that's, that, it, it, that's a, the, the, that plot is the perfect opportunity to mm-hmm. let's get, a, a cool young special effects team in here and when you, i could just see in pre-production oh man how many ways can we make kills with this this yeah, week how yeah. creative can we get with this you know it, then you turn into like a like i don't know like something mainstream like a um what do you call it the the um uh, final destination stuff it's yeah, like how yeah, yeah, yeah. exciting can we make these kills but and there's an opportunity to do that with this film, but I, I think it, it works to their benefit that they didn't. And, right. it, and it's very it's it, it goes back to uh, suspense and it's suspenseful throughout. Yeah. And you're on the edge of your seat like, oh, this person at like, how is this this woman's covered? in 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 yeah. liquid that's right. going to she can explode at any moment and they and they and, they, and i love how they give you the rules with the uh his one of the character's current girlfriends the first girl that you said that goes in there mm-hmm. we find her later yeah. and he finds her and he has to google on his phone to find out what this <laughs> stuff is yeah and yeah, yeah what can how can we get it off of you in and then so as he's googling which is which is was smart i love how they did that and it was smart because then it just listed oh you can't do this you can do this you can't yeah yeah. Yeah. all these different things that you know don't let it touch the you know drip on the ground don't wipe it off uh you have to get something dry it, it all these little rules and then so then it sets up that's the playground like it sets up the whole field and it does it in, yeah film. and it does it in a very sort of matter of fact offhand way it's like really quick yeah 
boom, and then they just keep it moving. And it already is, it's that, yeah. it establishes the stakes, you know, um, again, like and let you know sort of the rules of of the film in a way that's not over, you know, it's not overwrought. It doesn't, you know, make a big, huge, you know, doesn't take a time to like have a, a like the scene in Jurassic Park, which is a great scene, by the way, with the fucking with the guy explaining like the, the dinosaur blood is inside of the mosquito frozen in amber and all this shit. And then oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't have a big elaborate sort of like expositional scene. It was quickly done. And honestly, it's kind mm-hmm. of funny because it's like this movie was 2010. Right. So it's at the the very early social media era. Right. Oh, I feel yeah. Like it Wait. ages kind of well. Extreme, now. Extremely er- Cause this early. Is <laughs> this is like pretender. Right. So yeah. Like, but watching it now, it's like it aged kind of well, even more so because like people meet online, like or meet people online all the time now. So normalized that it, to a degree yeah. that it wasn't in 2010 when this movie came out. So this movie actually kind of has benefited with age probably yeah. more so because it's like, yeah, they're not on like an official dating well, app, but they're like meeting some she's. He's she's his ex has met a guy, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, and this is the yeah, ultimate. Yeah. It's 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 he catfish wants closure. before catfish. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's yeah, like they're, yeah. they're going into some fucking whole different scenario that they're no no one's prepared for. And right, right. It's yeah. Like pre-catfish or around that same time, right? And it's like very mm-hmm. yeah, so it, it ends up being ironically sort of more of a contemporary movie now than it probably did in 2010. Uh, uh <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah. And I feel like another thing I liked about it. I mean, there's a lot that I there's a lot that I did like about it, um, but I just like sort of. The way sort of it introduced sort of little other elements to the story, like when you find out like, oh, like and not to completely ruin it. But again, I ruin movies all the time. So <laughs> people probably listen to this <laughs> know like, Ryan, you ruined. Well, shit. Yeah. Um, um, but like that, the element of like, OK, so these two men, right? These two men who, who, you know, we don't quite completely, they don't go out of their way to, other than we know that they want to decipher some code, right? And other than we know that they have like, and with, what, what we know about sort That's of right. when it opens with that archival footage, we do know that like, okay, like these are the guys who got their hands on, on that, all that dynamite that's been missing that they never, they were never able to recover. Um, mm-hmm. But we sort of quickly are informed um well, not only where the dynamite is and what's what's been going on, and but we also find out sort of like, oh, these two guys, uh, they have been engaged in their own sort of uh, experimentation, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and yeah. doing all sorts of other shit uh, to sort of uh, unsuspecting young people that they lure into their place, right? Um, yeah. But we find out that like, oh, there's they don't kill all of them apparently. No. Um, well, and, yeah. You know what I mean? And then when you find that out, you're like, but oh, that's, that's another that's interesting another... little wrinkle to the story. Where yeah. You're like, oh, oh man. shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and yeah. And then it's, there's the shit with it... the acid, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like he, you know, not only is he doing the shit with, you know, playing with chemicals that can fucking maim you and kill you, uh, but he's also does. He's got this bit what he does with acid. Like he likes to, like, you know, set a bottle of acid on your forehead. And like if you yeah. move, you know what I mean? Like just... you're fucked. Yeah, you know, like yeah. It's, it's quite a uh, diabolical. Uh. Well, it 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 it, it Lynn, it's it's there's so there's a lot of things going on there, and it it all it also like when you were describing that, it reminds me of uh, Nazi experiments. 
right. or, or guys that that were in the in that that were doing these awful things to people, and then when when uh, the war was over, they fled, and they and wherever they went, Venezuela or wherever mm-hmm. they in South America, and then they continued those experiments. Yeah, yeah, and they couldn't, they couldn't, and it, and it's like we're what is the, what was the motivation for that? Like, what were they, what were they doing? And like, at that point, they weren't these, you know, star generals or who, whatever their mm-hmm. title was. They were just these psychopaths, these crazy doctors that were yeah. torturing people and doing awful things. And so it's like, it, it almost kind of goes into that because, you don't know their background. You don't know what they're doing. Why are they trying to figure out this code? Right. right. And then, <laughs> and then, and they're and they're continuing on with these experiment, this experimental stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you were talking about, you find out that they still have people around. That they're not just killing people off. It's not just like, oh, we're just gonna murder them. They have maybe people because you when you find out the people down, uh, not to ruin it too, but spoilers when you spoiler alert when you find when you find the when you find the people down in the basement mm. that you see them with things on their heads like mm. these metal devices and of there it's almost like they're thrown oh that didn't work this yeah, this experiment yeah. didn't work just get rid of this person or, you know, put them downstairs. Maybe we could use them later, use their body for something. Yeah. And you have a group. It's almost like people under the stairs. Uh, <laughs> it is literally like, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Literally yeah. Under the but it's not a PG, not a PG 13 movie. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. it's a real people under the stairs of like, you know, these awful, or, you know, another thing I, it reminded me of, it looks like, if you've ever seen martyrs yeah yeah, um, yeah it's like the 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 final act of martyrs but a whole basement full, full of, of the, yeah, full, full of, of them people. all yeah, those people yeah. down there just living there yeah yeah and they've gone mad and they've mm-hmm. gone completely mad uh, yeah. after these experiments to the point where they're just these rabbit they're almost rabid mad mm-hmm. It's 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 weird. I don't, I yeah. don't know what, what, to, what to make of it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, it's definitely weird for sure in that way that, you know, in a way that kind of I dig. I don't know what that says about me, but but yeah. No, no, it's <laughs> it's it's weird. It's a great it was a great touch. It was the mm-hmm. because it and especially if you're a horror fan, it, it gives you that it's almost like a uh, it's. I don't want to go into saying it's zombie feel, but but in a way, it's it that is, it, is, it is, is, it is, it's that because he's like turning, they're like turning these of, people into that. I mean, more or less, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It, but it's that it's that third act of of uh, zom- of demons, the right. Italian yeah. film yeah, yeah. demons, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, they've broken out, and yeah, yeah, here they are, you know, kind of thing, but um. But yeah, it's there's so many things going on with these guys, and I would love to see like I mean, but it would ruin it if they explained it. But yeah, it's, yeah. I think that's part of 
why it's so intriguing because you're trying to figure out exactly who these guys are, what their role was in the revolution. Um, they were part, were they part of the dictatorship? Like they, they give all these little hints of who they were. Yeah. Like the main, our, our protagonist actually helps the villain, uh, the main villain in the beginning of the, the beginning film. Of the movie helps cross, him across the street. Yeah. 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 And, and he talks about how there's, there's not young people like you anymore. Mm -hmm. And, and they have this disdain for society. They have this disdain for young people and the culture and where things are Mm -hmm. going. And I mean, that's a common theme. And, you know, you see that a lot, even in our society today. And for sure, for sure. um, But then, these are the the old guys that have taken it to, <laughs> have taken it too went, far they, they, they went to the extreme, extreme. they've gone mad <laughs> yeah 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 it, it's definitely and again that's a that's i feel like that moment right there is the type of thing that like i feel like it's easy to miss for some people probably you know what i mean it's easy to oh miss. dude that was, was bright that was shining bright when you're i saw right right I but it's like, e- whoa, i feel like yeah. i feel like it's a very obvious thing that, that that the filmmaker does but i do feel like it's something that a lot of people might just in passing not even think twice about right where they're just like you know mm-hmm. after they watch the movie they're probably like oh yeah yeah he did help him across the street and not really think about sort of like what that meant in terms of like that character specific worldview you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think like to the average sort of like normie audience goer, you know, they're just in it for the sort of, you know, the excitement of people, people going to blow up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and it's like there's a lot. That's just, just I say that just to highlight that there that there's this is a movie that's actually uh, had some thought applied to it. It's not just, you know, mm-hmm. it's not just one of those sort of like it's a fun movie for sure. It's definitely fun. It definitely knows what it is. It definitely leans into those things for sure. But it's also a movie that's been it, it there is craft behind this movie. You know what I mean? Like there's craft yeah. not only on a in, in a sort of uh sense of it being craft just from a filmmaking level, but I mean a craft on a sort of basic story level, like in, in a basic sort of like following uh or creating characters who have uh at least the verisimilitude of being like fully formed people you know what i mean like it's not just like you know because there's there's again there's a lot of ways that this there's a lot of choices that a person could make making this movie that would take it in a completely different direction uh, for the for the absolutely not for the better you know for the worst you know what i mean yeah, and i feel yeah. like um yeah i, I guess it just kind of speaks to why i think uh that uh bagliano if i'm saying his name correctly i be i butcher names all the time uh but it's another reason why i've i tend to be like oh this guy's doing something i'll, I'll check it out uh because every yeah. time every movie that i've watched of his there's always some element of it where i'm like oh like this guy's like not just phoning shit in like he's like actually Mm -hmm. engaged to a degree where he's you know um you can tell you can tell he's trying to like get at something you know i feel like yeah that's that's something that i feel like lacks um, tremendously in like the stuff that gets made today uh specifically here like you know what i mean like 
specifically all the stuff mm-hmm. of, of mm-hmm. genre stuff for the people that make stuff now. I mean, some of these people we know, some of them we know of. Like, I feel like I watch a lot of their movies and I'm like, they're not actually trying to get at anything. Like, they're not even, it's just like, they just want to like do the things that they saw John Carpenter do. Or, or they just want to, you know what I mean? Or they just want to have a yeah. Like, and there's a, there, and listen, I'm all for aesthetics. I do think aesthetics are important, right? But I feel like yeah, aesthetics mean nothing if you have absolutely zero sort of uh, perspective. If you have absolutely yeah. nothing no opinion to say to say other than like Carpenter's cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what I well, feel like. That, when I watch a lot that, of these movies now it, where I'm just like, they're like, I like insert uh, this filmmaker yeah, yeah, from yeah, the eighties. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, cool. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool yeah. if you saw that? It's like, okay, but what the fuck are you saying? You know what I mean? Like, and I don't yeah. you know what I mean. Like, and no, I, I, I get, I get that. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, isn't, hasn't that been the argument for the generations of film, like mm-hmm. in terms of, you go back to um, the the early say what you will about the early filmmakers of of like you were saying specifically this country, mm-hmm. um, the early filmmakers uh, didn't have film that they were going. They didn't have uh, they weren't going to the movies like we went. We grew up going to the movies right. and. They didn't go to film school. Um, there was no film school. Right. And their what they had to say, and when they started, they were creative people, but then when they were making the, their films, they were using life experience yeah. or books that they've read right. and, and incorporating those, adapting those books, the adaptation of those books were also bringing in their life experiences. And so that is it that, that that seems like one of the classic arguments of um, filmmaking today, because then when you got to the even in the 70s, you had those like within, I think, uh, directors that were considered or now that are considered like mainstream, like yeah. your Carpenters or Scorsese's, mm-hmm. but they were, they were young kids. They were independent at the time, mm-hmm. but they were, that's why they were called the movie even, rats, you know, cause they grew yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were the young, that was that new, that, that new wave of yeah. filmmakers that were coming in, but they were also saying something right. and they were, they were influenced by, they were influenced by other films because I guarantee you that there's no way that John Carpenter did, wasn't watching what the Italians were doing, and and maybe of I'm course. biased because I'm yeah. I'm I'm a huge you know Italian horror yeah, yeah, film yeah. film fan. I love Bava and all these guys, yeah, yeah. but it's obvious that they were watching that stuff, mm. and and it influenced their style, but they were already saying stuff. They were already writing things and 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 yeah and you definitely there's this this and and i think i think we're all kind of guilty of it in a way because just of the way things have gone it's like we grew up with film now we grew up watching it but this is why this is why this movie is a is a this topic and this movie are, are are pair well together is because you're looking at a movie that is inspired directly by another movie but yet 
mm-hmm. does something completely original well, with that. Like, you know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, of course you're going to be influenced by other things, by other stuff, other art, yeah. other things that other people make. But there's a way that you could sort of take what's there and make something new. Make something you, new out right, of it. And, and or give a, your per- point of view. Yeah, Cold Sweat is a perfect example of that. It's like, yeah, this is not the Friedkin movie, but it's clearly influenced by it. You know what I mean? But it's clearly in a direction that like was never people just didn't even think like, oh, like I could recontextualize this as a, as a contemporary horror movie. Like, no, people weren't thinking, you know, most people aren't thinking sort of in that. They're usually yeah. like doing a one to one. Like it's like, I'm going to be no, inspired I think by this. So I'm going to really, make this movie. <laughs> like it's the not, same genre. Not to, yeah. Not to, not to shit on American filmmakers, but I, I think that's an American issue more than anybody else. Uh, a lot of foreign films that I've watched of that era and all, and to this day, it, I do see that. I see people putting their own perspectives. I see people putting their own uh, spin on, even if they're doing a remake or even if it's something that's an adaptation. I see their personality. You see their point of view. They have something to say. Um, it's, it seems like, I don't know if it's a, a film school thing <laughs> or what, but, but then again, a lot of the good movies that come out anywhere are just independent films. Yeah. They may not be this cookie cutter box film school stuff. You're so, but something. I think it's a culture. I think yeah. it's a cultural thing, but you're touching on something right there um, that I kind of go off about all the time, which is. Um, like there's this sort of there's this attitude about film right now by like people that previous eras uh, didn't necessarily have to the degree that 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 I feel like the like filmmakers have now and what I mean by that is so in the past like you said people forget that like a lot of these big franchise ips started as like in the indies you know what i mean oh like, yeah a lot you know of what i mean like obviously halloween obviously you know like i mean texas chainsaw like all of these things that would be i would i would argue yeah mm-hmm. i would argue all i would argue all of the great <laughs> film franchises that you mm-hmm. love yeah were were an independent film right and people I mean, forget that and then you got yeah. but then but now you have like this new crop of people coming in to sort of filmmaking right and like they're they have this uh reverence for these movies and these movies are now owned by giant studios right and now you mm-hmm. have these people who are vying to sort of be like i want to do the next insert franchise you know i want to do hellraiser or whatever the fuck you know what i mean like um, yeah and it's like that is that is like in direct opposition to the spirit of the originator of the material like, you know what I mean? Mm. Because they were like, mm. I'm just going to make this, you know, genre thing because, you know, I'm going to do it independently financed and make it. It's going to make some money or whatever. Yeah. But it's not going to go through those typical, you know, studio sort of uh, it's not going to go through the whole machination. That's interesting. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like. Yeah. So. So again, like and this is this speaks to sort of generational divides, too, because, you know, obviously the generation that preceded, you know, the millennials like the Gen Xers. Right. They had this idea of like, even though the Gen Xers in, in totality were mostly sellouts, like like they had uh, this thing about selling out. 
Like ultimately they did mm -hmm. sell out. Like ultimately they got older and they sold out. But there was this whole deal. But with them, it was like they at least put on uh the performance of not being a sellout. Like I'm not gonna be a sellout. <laughs> Never was fuck this corporate gig. They all, they all yeah, got yeah, older, yeah. got corporate gigs and sold the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But they all they wanted to be able to like sort of maybe it was a coping mechanism. Maybe it was the way they sort of just sort of like looking to the generations that preceded them and sort of like seeing their sort of parents and grandparents and sort of seeing what they became. This was sort of like their way of pushing back at that. But in ultimately they were still like at some point, I'm gonna sort of co-op be co-opted by this shit. But I at least want to have I just I, I at least again aesthetically I want it to be viewed as like, no, I'm not I'm I'm my my own it, thing. My, my yeah, own I thing. have my own like yeah. I have my own code of like, you know, and then like now yeah. when you start to like millennials and further on, like that's not a concept to a lot of people. Like the goal yeah. is to sell out. If you ask most people, they're like, what? Like I've talked to people who are younger who that's don't even true. know what that even means. Like, you know, what yeah. I mean? when, you, when you tell them like sell out, like what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, it's, it's yeah. It's the mentality. I, I, years ago I was, I was, uh, I was in LA. I was on a date uh and and some horror told, movie right she, there yeah 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 <laughs> i was in la she, i was on a date <laughs> <laughs> one sentence and, horror story. and i i asked her i was like you know you're you're trying to get to know each other mm -hmm. and you're like what do you want to do what do you want to be you know kind of kind of talk mm -hmm. and she said i want to be famous that was that was what she said i and, and so and i and it's it's like i would have never thought to say like i i want to be famous like that i don't know what that means like right right, right. and this was years this was years ago so so i mean i i mean like i i still can't wrap my brain around that and and it's and i think that was the beginning of of all of that well, what, what, of what you're talking well, about and that's and that's a perfect that's what, that sellout yeah <laughs> that that need to be famous because we do live in the in the era we live i always say this like we live the the main currency is clout now right and it's all about yeah, clout. Yeah, yeah and like in this clout currency sort of uh economy <laughs> like uh it's all about like the look right mm -hmm. like it's all about the look and if you can get the sort of the look and the attention then that's in and of itself gonna lead to sort of you know money and acclaim and all of this sort of but 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 it's, it it that's the expectation it doesn't sink in yeah 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 that's yeah it doesn't by people you know mm -hmm. and and it's kind of filtered it's filtered into everything now like in a way where it's like all of the stuff that you see getting made like like I'm I'm constantly of uh, I'm constantly like talking and people hit me all the time like in messages and stuff and they tell me stuff all the time about like their thoughts and opinions that they don't want to share <laughs> like, like oh yeah 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 about about movies and shit but it's like it's like i look at it, it to me it's like a it's funny to me at this point because I, I like watch trajectories like people like and i just watch horrible like kind of like hack people sort of like rise like and i'm like mm -hmm. and i just sit back i have no i don't even feel any kind of way about it because i just understand what it is like i've not, I'm, i've always said this all the time like there's no such thing as a meritocracy like that's a myth like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. we don't live in America. The idea of like a meritocracy in America is hilarious. Like, it's, it's fucking fundamentally like 
a, a not true thing. Like, yes, mm-hmm. you can find specific cases of very sort of hardworking, talented people who do sort of rise up due to the fact that they're really good. But like they are the exception because I know geniuses who live under a fucking bridge. <laughs> you know oh no I know that's super there's a talented. lot of there's a lot of talented yeah i people. know super some of the most talented people that are completely boxed out of all kind of spaces like they can't get yeah. in and they could they could do way better work than the majority of motherfuckers working like you know what i'm saying oh but, yeah so yeah, like absolutely. i'm not under those illusions of like oh this is like some sort of like like someone's success specifically in hollywood but in general like just in general but like i'm never under the illusion like that someone's success is directly uh, uh equivalent to their ability or their talent because mm-hmm. i like i know so many people with like huge deals i know motherfuckers with 100 netflix who can't write at all and they've got shows and all, they, they, yeah. they're horrible like they have a whole track yeah. record of it being straight shit like i know mm-hmm. directors who can't direct at all who got all kind of movies getting made one after another, yeah. after another, after another. And it's like, and they're garbage. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, in their position, you're kind of like, all right, I guess, I mean, what are they going to do? Not make these movies? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, what what I do, what I do, what does kind of like make me kind of like annoyed is when they pretend that they're actually good. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's yeah. like, all right, listen, you, you're fortunate. You live, you, you're getting to do what you want to do for a living. You're paid very well, but you cannot have it both ways like and that's what they want they want they want it both ways they want to be able to make shit right and have and exist in this space of being like oh yeah it's just don't take it serious guys it's like a fucking slasher movie and they just kill people but they also want the they want the claim that comes with being a work of prestige you know what i'm saying they want both yeah it's like yeah which one do you want like because you're not doing both and it's like and honestly like even those stuff now like has fell like to the degree where it's like the stuff that gets dubbed or labeled as prestige and important is really like just hallmark movies like at this point like or or like after school special (laughs) style sort of like it's not even quality to that like the oscars quality is so bad like i just you just look at like yeah how did promising young woman like win best screenplay dog have you have you put that story I, under a microscope have you like, <laughs> no. like there's so many things wrong with that but like but that's not to single that movie out because you could go down the whole category of the past 10 years of and it'd be movie after film movies. after for all yeah. kind of shit that's just got awards motherfuckers walk around with oscars who are completely like just well means, you you know what i mean it's, yeah it i used mean, to mean I, yeah I, I think it used to yeah i i think i think that um I think you're right about that with the type of product that's being presented and being uh, praised and giving the accolade, you know, so it's, you're definitely seeing it. And I think that's the turnoff of uh, the rest of the country going yeah. like, well, you know, fuck, fuck that shit. Like, what is, what is this? <laughs> and like, yeah. this is what like, and then, you know this this movie isn't that great and and then like it, i mean i what was the the one that uh they thought won but then um oh with the uh, uh the one that when us when um in blue when moonlight uh, won they moonlight thought, when they, moonlight they, won they, was it the uh was it the, it Damien the Chazelle musical movie? Yeah, was it the Damien Chazelle one, the fucking La La Land, right? Was it La La, 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 La Land? Land? Yeah, yeah La La Land. and yeah, yeah, and that I mean that got that to for that movie to get to where it got, mm-hmm. and if you had seen if you if you put that movie 
under a microscope, just like you said, it's just like, what that that's where you start going. All right. Whatever. I mean, like, I'm I know, just going to uh, make I mean, Del Toro. I mean, I get it. Like he won for shape of water, but I'm like, I get it. Like the Oscars does this, like they'll give a, a filmmaker who probably should have won for some other year. They'll give him, give him one or her one. They'll throw yeah, him one. All, I guess you could say that they, 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 they it's threw politics in that sense. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. So it's so much, it's so much politics going on. It's politics scene. and yeah. buying. And, and yeah. I've heard yeah. like you have to campaign. Oh yeah. Your, yeah. your film and you have to pay and like cost, get the right a lot people. Of money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, then you get your, your film. I mean, I, I'm not, I don't want to come off as like, oh, you know, like, you know, I'm bitter about these films. I don't give it, I don't care. Right. But it's like, that is the, that is the machine. That is how it goes. And, and that's why you give Denzel an Oscar for training Training day Day. after all of these, like, like, like what, maybe four other films that, yeah were like amazing that yeah. he blew the roof off you know and same thing i mean you can, you can list and not that training not that training day is is bad movie right it's, it's not at it's all an entertaining it. it's an yeah. entertaining yeah. it's fun it's it's yeah. it's cool he's got memorable quotes mm-hmm. he's great in it but it's just like you know <laughs> i don't know it's just it seems strange to me and then like the same thing with uh what was it um uh, like you said, Scorsese, you know, it's like, uh, like, when he get departed? The departed, like, yeah. yeah. Which is and like, who? Makeup. Yeah. It's a makeup, it's a makeup, it's a makeup award. And I mean, not that like the departed is a fine movie. It's not like, but it's nowhere near his best. You know what I mean? No. But, but, but yeah. you know, it's a fine movie and whatever. And I enjoyed it for what it was, but, you know, and it's the same thing they did with Spike too. You know, they gave Spike the yeah. screenplay award for fucking Black Klansman. It's like, okay. <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean like it's like, like we, we, yeah. we they 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 do that we we understand. they figure oh well we we've we we've let this person down you know they should have won this year or that year let's give it let's give it or they'll give you well it looked like you know this is a whole different um era and and thing but like i'm a huge hitchcock fan but um he never won and they gave him a lifetime yeah, yeah, yeah at yeah, the end win. like when he's like in in his coffin yeah into the career yeah. but it's the same it's the same thing um but like, i don't know yeah but it's funny that you know when you talk about like the academy specifically right but the academy is just a a more um it's a more polished or it's a more shiny version of like what happens in the sort of smaller circles throughout the whole like industry. You know what I mean? Like mm. all the little different spaces, you know what I'm saying? Like for, for example, you know, the, the one of the spaces that like, you know about and that I talk about a lot is that LA horror circles. I, um, mm-hmm. I go on record as I hate the LA horror circles. <laughs> Like I fucking hate it. Like I mean, I is that why is that why you left? I mean, no, I left for a lot of other reasons. Like I left for a lot of other reasons. It was like financial reasons, all kind of reasons, right? But 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 uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, pretty much everything that shouldn't happen happened pretty much in LA. Uh, but 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 <laughs> no, like 
I have plenty of people that I fuck with, yourself included, like who who are in sort of those circles. You know what I mean? Like uh, a, yeah, good friend, yeah. a good friend of mine, Scott Milam. Like he, you know, like there's all sorts of people that I know that that you know that sort of roam in those circles. But that like I just don't like like in general. I just look at them and I'm just like. I just don't like I don't fuck with these people <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying like some of them I even know or I'll be like cordial with them like I don't have like actual beef or issues with them but I'm yeah just, I just look at them and I'm like yeah like I don't like fuck with you <laughs> like you know it's what I mean? like, it's mm-hmm. it's it's weird it, it can it can get mm-hmm. um and I and you know I don't mean to be negative or anything mm-hmm. but it definitely can get sort of like like you said, it's the small version of that big, huge Hollywood polished version. Yeah, yeah. And you see in that big polished version how things get segregated mm. into groups yeah. within that group. Yeah. And there's things where things get segregated in, in, in the smaller groups and there's clicky things going on. Yeah. And yeah. you see you see people getting uh, stuff that you're like, well, what, what? Like it, it gets confusing. I don't want to go into details. Yeah, no, 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 I, no, know, no, definitely, not, no. I'm not going to make it come on here. Listen, I talk all shit. And I always say this. <laughs> I say this. The, the views that, that are expressed by the host are his and his alone, not the guests. They don't co-sign the shit I say. I say it. So if the, like when I take my little fucking jabs or who are people, just, it's not indicative of the guest. But, you know, but, I always say I always say feel free to say is, whatever you want. But but still there like, is that there definitely is that. And and if you and I'm and to say that there isn't, you would be lying. Um, and it's it's just an interesting maybe it's maybe Hollywood is is uh is is the smaller representation of certain other bigger things like within maybe politics or the bigger world yeah and then you and you trickle down you see as you get into these small groups it's still the same it's still a community right yeah yeah so a community it's like you know if you had a like i've heard this i didn't grow up in a small town but Mm -hmm. people from good friends of mine that grew up small towns they they say things like that they say it's you know everybody's in everybody's business Mm -hmm. there's there's people are always talking about people and there's people that are getting getting by doing shit that they shouldn't so i think you know it's just the nature of i guess human nature being in those communities yeah it definitely to an extent yeah and then everybody's trying everybody's trying to get somewhere they're Mm -hmm. trying to get to a certain status or even if they're not trying even if they're just trying if they're genuinely trying to make great films and that's all they want to do those things come it's competitive and but then i still think i really honestly believe that you don't have to get uh clicky you don't have to get nasty or not even nasty that's a too strong of a word the clickish shit is is, is insecurity dog like that's what that shit's more yeah like you don't you don't need that there's enough cake to go around but these people are super insecure about their own sort of like abilities or whatever the case may be and so therefore like they sort of move in Rome and sort of their strength in numbers right so this idea Mm -hmm. that like if i can align myself with a few people you know i'm saying Mm -hmm. then that that gives me some some sort of edge 
that I, you know, otherwise mm -hmm. don't feel I would have if it was just based on sort of what it is I do and, you know, and generate by myself, you know? What yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. like, I feel like that's a big, a big aspect of it is insecurity. I feel like the more clickish people are typically the more insecure, you know what I'm saying? The more, the yeah. more fucking insecure those people and are. Does, and uh -huh. does the, does the industry or the, the, the genre, not even the genre, just this, the industry itself, does it promote that though in a sort it definitely in a certain does. way? It definitely does. Because, yeah. Because it it's all, you have to make connections and you have to, you have, it's, it's who you know. It's and, definitely who you know. And, and you know, you know mm -hmm. and to be able to, get to a certain level you, you know it's like oh i gotta make friends with so-and-so and, -so and let's talk the about funny, this here, here's the thing that's funny though about do business that, though. right but here's the thing that's funny about that it's like i know so many fucking people right who mm -hmm. who have like tertiary sort of uh connections or networks with certain people within the business right and like you know that because they won't shut up about it one when <laughs> they will they won't they won't tell you about it right but then like this whole they'll have this whole sort of like they'll use those sort of things sort of they'll try to exploit those sort of relationships to the the maximum right yeah they'll try to build their whole entire whatever off of that whatever those mm -hmm. sort of relationships and connections uh and I, as someone who sort of like has his own sort of connections like like i don't really uh i'm like i would never do that <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like yeah like, yeah I, no I never, well it's I, obvious you though. know what i'm saying like i would never it's like, obvious you haven't <laughs> right 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 <laughs> in I would sense, not in a, not in a, that sounds like negative but no what i mean is like you're you're still you're still writing yeah, yeah. you're still getting stuff made yeah. you have those connections you've left the city yeah. you're 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 you left la so it's like you know that's yeah. and and you know it's not that's not a bad thing like i i kind of like that too <laughs> if i if i if i got in even if i was at a like you hear this about other uh actors or filmmakers that are mm -hmm. of what we consider made it which i don't think is a thing i don't think you ever make it right um they they left LA. They've left this that toxic city. Whether it's to raise their kids or or yeah. have some sense of normalcy uh, in their lives of like everyday kind of normal life. But um, yeah, you don't. I don't think it's like you said. It's not necessary. You have connections. You have people mm. that you work with that you could you could exploit that to the fullest if you wanted or talk about it and right right use but, it, again, but, but, I, but i don't have again because i've always said this before like i'm so big on sort of being the engine of my own shit like i yeah. have for me that's what it's like it's all about like that like i'm not interested in being part of um a fucking entourage or uh being mm -hmm. sort of known as sort of this other person who sort of like was with, you know, associated, so, so associated with this other person that like they become indistinguishable in terms of like, you know, like I look at, you know, so, uh, someone who's in Kanye West, for example, everyone's favorite human being right now, right? Oh, like, <laughs> everyone's, fa everyone's <laughs> favorite uh, anti-Semite, um, 
No, uh, uh, or yeah. whatever Kanye's on today. Who knows? I don't even know if he yeah. is. But but my thing is, uh, when, when I look at him, he's he's got a lot. There's a lot of people that work with him that are specifically mm-hmm. known as being sort of one of his guys. You know, what I'm yeah. Saying? Like they're artists in and of itself. Whether it's an artist like I don't, you can name them. There's a whole bunch of them. Sci High the Prince is one of, one that comes to mind. A guy who who's so tied to everything that he does, but at one point had his own career initially mm. you know what i'm saying like mm. but got got into sort of working with him and and it becomes like oh like that's pretty much what you do now you know what i'm saying and there's a lot mm-hmm. of guys like that where it's like i see what you're saying around him where it's like these guys started out as artists with their own sort of careers and then they got started working with him and it and their whole career became helping him their whole career oh became yeah, like yeah yeah helping you him see make that. his albums as opposed to them making yeah. their own albums like and every now and then maybe they will make an album but for the most part they're usually helping Kanye make whatever he's making and like there's yeah. people in Hollywood like that you know what I'm saying yeah. where it's like you know they get part of you know and it becomes one of those things where you're just like uh you're you know insert big director's little homie <laughs> you know what I'm saying or insert, yeah, yeah, yeah. insert actor insert whoever you know um and I'm just like I've never been interested in that like never you know what I'm saying like, yeah I've just not I'm not gonna do that like and a lot of people will be perfectly fine with that they'll be like yeah you know get to be there and i get to get some money and i get to be around people and it's like first of all i don't like famous people <laughs> like like it's very pre- it's very like they're very tedious to be around i i clash with them a lot um because i'm just not i don't suffer fools gladly and like a lot of these you talk you're talking to people who live uh in, in, in these in this bubble and like they're not told like by very many people like ever that like they're doing some or saying some dumb shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or did yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? So when they encounter that, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. but like, I just can't do that. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to sit around and like, I'm not like trying to be put like, I'm not somebody who's trying to be adversarial. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going out mm-hmm. of my way to sort of like, no, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to humor you. Just, you. you know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm not going to, sl- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just going to be a uh, real. Yeah. Yeah. About like, what, if if somebody's acting a certain way, you're gonna call them on it. And well, most most that, people, and this is my and this is a generalization, but I feel they're like most, afraid to. Most people in Los Angeles that work within the industry or have any sort of aspirations to be, you know, they're never gonna ever do that. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. Like yeah, they'll do yeah. it when it's safe. Like put it this way: like yeah. when, when when a guy gets called out, like like Weinstein gets called out for being a monster, then they'll be like, yeah, fuck Harvey. But like. Harvey was get, Harvey was cooking for a long time, and all of you motherfuckers never said nothing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so, so, yeah. And and even to use him as you know the sort of inflection point, right? Post mm-hmm. that, right? It's even still like we know, like I'm probably you probably know people. I know people who do all kind of weird shit, and they're still cooking right now. And like mm-hmm. people could say something, but they won't. Like yeah. and I mean, people who are directly uh, in associate, who are direct associates it. of those people who work with those people. Like I don't work with some mm-hmm. of these people. Like I don't work with yeah. none of these people doing this weird shit. So, so yeah. if they were doing it, I would just say it. Like you know, this person's doing weird shit, right? But, yeah. but, but they won't say it until it's okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. What I'm saying? until they feel like, yeah. oh, there's gonna be no blowback. Well, even, for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna say. Or shit. even, even, uh, even when, um, well, even when it's when it's okay to say it. Like look at look at Ricky Gervais when on his Golden Globe stuff, you know, Bird Box. <laughs> what was that joke he said? Bird Box or is like uh, a movie about people putting their head in the sand or 
you know, I, I remember like, that. just I, like Holly, just like Hollywood and then yeah, yeah, with yeah, Harvey yeah. or just like working with Hollywood yeah. with Harvey Weinstein and everybody just kind of grumbles. And he's yeah, like, no, no, it. you, you yeah. guys did it. You guys did it. You know, fuck they don't, off. yeah, that, but they don't like, <laughs> they don't like when, when, when they're have to sort of be in that. Own up on it. When the tar when the target of the bullseye is on them, it's not they, the energy switches up. You know what I'm saying? They don't have a yeah. sense of humor about themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know that's what I find in general, right? And that's one of the things. Again, that's like one of the many sort of uh, contradictions that uh, I find with the Hollywood animal. Um, and so <laughs> I think, well, but then how does that translate to? Because um, I I notice a lot of foreign and maybe i'm just ignorant to other foreign filmmaking yeah but i noticed that the most original stuff that i ever watch is foreign films and i don't know if that's because i'm an american and i'm looking at it from that lens and so it's kind of like oh this is cool or like you know i mean even the big stuff like uh mainstream like or i would i consider mainstream uh foreign films like uh i saw the devil or yeah. something like that yeah. or Great movie. you know it that's it's that's a movie that's original that you would never see in the states and the funny thing about that movie is the funny thing about movies that movie got a lot of like love in terms of over here but it also got a lot of love on the festival uh circuit but but when it came mm -hmm. out it bombed in North Korea, I mean, not North Korea, in South Korea, it definitely bombed, no pun intended, it definitely bombed in North Korea, <laughs> uh, oh, because wow. they wasn't showing it, but, uh, uh, no, it bombed in South Korea, uh, you know, and it was one of those movies that, you know, the filmmaker had, like, got all of these big actors in one movie, mm. you know what I'm saying, because those, those guys yeah. in, also, the devil's like the big, at their, that was them at their zenith, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah, they got together and did this movie, and it didn't do well uh, uh, domestically, um, it, it, it sort of, wow, had a better life outside of outside of South Korea. Um, well, that's you hear that here too, yeah. and so it's 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 strange. I don't know then. <laughs> I feel like because you hear you hear stuff where it's like, oh, this movie bombed. Uh, what movie was? I was just reading something about some great uh, like movie that's really good, but it came out here, and that usually happens where it'll bomb and it'll find its life again on DVD or something like that. But it, but then when it was released, it made two hundred million overseas. I, I can't remember what it was. Was it more? It, it was. <laughs> no, no, not like a. It wasn't a. It wasn't that recent. It was, mm. and it wasn't a superhero or genre. It okay. was just. So it was, I can't it was remember good. what it was. Oh, it was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a good movie. It was, I, it was some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I'm not a. I mean, I'm. I just chalk it up to like, hey, I will say there are some of the superhero movies that are good. Like, I liked the first Iron Man. I mean, I like um, them. I won't say they're good. Like, there's some of them I but, like. Like, even the ones I and, like, I, I kind of ask myself, are they good though? Like, like, I, yeah. I, I, well, I really... it's a it's a formula. That's why you're that's why you're yeah. asking that because it's the same formula, and it's pan. A lot like, of I like it, Blade. I think is pandering. I like Blade. I like the first blade. Like, I don't know if I would yeah. say, I don't know if I would say blade's good, but I do like it and I do fuck with it. And I do think it's better than 
the shit we see now. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in no, life. I think no yeah. blade blade was awesome. I think I really blade like two blade. is uh, blade two is bad. I rewatched it that long. It's bad. Like I enjoy it. Really? But it's bad. I remember when it came out. I, I really I enjoyed it, it too. Like, it like but I rewatched it recently and I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> like, like, really? But but fun. Like you there, you know how yeah. there's movies, you know, there's movies where you're like, okay, this is not good, but like I can watch it. It's not. Yeah, it's not but bad. you have to. And I don't mean bad. Thing. Good. You got to classify. You right. Know, but but what I mean, watching. like, but I mean, like, no, like it's objectively not good, but it's coherent and it's watchable. So it's like, even though like you're like, oh, this isn't really working. I, it's still like enough that I'm not I'm not like just walking out of the room, like turn this off. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, OK, I can like. You have to you have to give a movie credit for being not punishing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but like, you also have to know what what you're watching too. Right, I right. think you have to classify that stuff because I love. There's a lot I of bad tra- movies that I, I like. Trash. I love trash. I love. I, yeah. I, I love high. I love high and low. All that stuff like art. Like I'll watch an art house movie. I'll watch yeah. an old ass foreign film subtitles. I'll watch a shitty backyard yeah. horror movie. Like I watch all kinds of yeah. shit. Like you know, like my range is like super. You know spread out and it's eclectic mm-hmm. so so it's not like one of those things where it's like i definitely know what i'm getting into when i watch certain movies like you know what i'm saying like i'm not yeah, gonna watch okay. like the new terrifier and then put it in like like i'm like i'm watching that new movie tar i'm not gonna put those on the same i'm not gonna put those on the same fucking like you know like in terms of like i'm not making yeah. distinctions necessarily between high and low but what i'm saying is my expectations of what those are i know going into it you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. like Okay. Okay. You know, well, that's that's so, fair. So when I watch Blade <laughs> Two, I know what Blade Two is, but I'm rewatching it, and I'm like, "Yo, this is yeah bad." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, like, I have to, I'll have to, I have to check, or maybe I won't check it out. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I thought it was gonna hold up a little yeah. bit better than this." And it was well, like, no. it's like I don't know. Is that it, there's? I think that's also another generational thing. I don't know. Um, like I don't like going watching old movies at the new beverly anymore <laughs> oh i was just dog i was just saying i was just saying I was talking it's the to audience man i dude i was saying that i was like i just telling my friend i was like i hate the people at the new beverly i fucking hate them like i will every time i've been like i look at mm-hmm. the, the majority of the audience and i'm like who are these people <laughs> i'm like <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> like, like I don't. I, I was with, I was with my girlfriend. We went, we went to, we went to see a movie, and I hadn't been in a year. Well, before they obviously they shut down for the pandemic, right? And I had gone when they revived it like once. Yeah. Like when when he took over, I went once. And I saw an old film. And so this this uh, recent, just this weekend, I went, it's last weekend, and we walked out and I told her, I said, uh, I can't watch movies here anymore. And I hate the, like, and she said, you said the exact same thing last time we, we saw you came it back. before yeah. the pandemic. You came back yeah. for more. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was just like, I, I mean, I just... That's why I was mentioning, I was like, do you know, but are you putting in perspective of what you're watching? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
if you're watching, we were watching a film that was made in the fifties and it's, but there's this, but this viewpoint or they put the, these glasses on of, of they're looking at it in a 2022 perspective. Right. Right. And, and it's like, of course, times have changed. Of course, um, school of thought has changed. It's a completely different world from the fifties from now. And the way people thought and the way people spoke is, is completely different. Well, yeah, this it, is, a, it is, this is a subject that I talk about a lot, which is, uh, presentism in movies. Um, I was talking and, about, it, yeah. I, I was talking about when I was talking about blonde, I keep talking about blonde cause I really did like blonde, but, 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 I was saying um, with uh, Gabrielle, a friend of mine who was a guest on last episode, that like one of the main criticisms from some of the most vocal uh, people, uh, at least in a negative way about the movie, the, the, some of the most uh, loudest critics of Blonde are have a complaint about the movie and it's based in presentism, which is they're mad that they're not like Andrew Dominique didn't depict uh, Marilyn Monroe um, in a way that would be more palatable to sort of the 2022 audience as if during the fifties mm-hmm. uh, there was even an idea of like being sort of woke or, <laughs> or like, yeah. or like, you know, yeah. because you see that a lot in movies. Like you'll see, I see a period movie set in a certain era and then you'll listen to the characters talk and like you'll see you'll you'll notice how like they're very sensitive to sort of the time and it's like yeah like now yeah. and it's like that's not a thing like it's not an accurate mm-hmm. in a way it's whitewashing you know what i'm saying like it it's is really whitewashing history because it's like it's you're making you're sanitizing history so that it's okay for today yeah and it's like in a way that's like even worse you know yeah like yeah it's even worse than like being that's <laughs> like you know yeah it's like i i mean the audience the audience would laugh mm-hmm. at things it's okay to i always say when there's jokes that were intended to be jokes and you can tell they're jokes mm-hmm. it's okay to laugh but then when there's things happening and you're just snickering and laughing at the, you're laughing at the movie you're laughing at the 50s is what yeah. you're laughing at you're, right. you're not laughing at something that's comical on screen mm-hmm. and and like what you're saying about blonde um yeah maybe everything in that film wasn't absolutely accurate, but I think it's more of a film, uh, like a character study on women in Hollywood at that era. Right. And it's, 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 it's more of a combination of like, you could, you could probably take me what, like, 50 movie stars from that era or women that wanted to be movie stars from that era. And they would, they would have stories like that. Shit, there's women now and that have stories like that. Now, yeah. <laughs> that's a, but that's but I mean, but I mean, but like, that's the problem like, is like, a movie like that. that. Yeah. But a movie like that yeah. brings that up though. That's the problem and yeah. it, for a lot of people. And, but yeah. Well, the, the problem is, is they, they don't like, they, they have an image and, and then, and this is, this is what's, I think that was the point of the film right is to destroy the image and the what in the and what you thought of 
what her experience was. Right. I don't think it was because I think people think, oh, he's trying to destroy who she is. Mm-hmm. And she had a lot more to offer. And I'm absolutely positive that that's true. I've I've heard stories. I've read things that she put on that fake, like her high voice. Mm-hmm. It changes all the time and that she didn't really speak like that. Yeah. But Marilyn and I heard that she she knew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she huge. knew what she was doing and mm-hmm. she knew how to get where she wanted to go and mm-hmm. she and she did and she did things like that to establish herself and in if you were talking to what was it her real name norma norma, norma, norma jean. jean yeah yeah norma jean if you she was a completely different person right. in in her if she was in her home talking to you personally mm-hmm. so but people had this glorified image of her and it's a Hollywood image and you're, you're basically destroying their memories of what they think she is. And, and Again, I mean, grow up, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like saying, yeah. so destroying my image of Spider-Man. I'm like, you're 30 some years old dog. Like grow up. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like yeah. this idea yeah. that like you have, I mean, you hold a figure like Marilyn Monroe in that high of a regard as a whole human adult, like it's kind yeah. of, you probably need to examine that more so. And, than this and there's things like, yeah. And that's why I say, yeah, like there's, there's rumors that about the things that were happening in that film. Some of, some of those things were rumors. You don't know if they were true or not. Right. And people are right. like, that wasn't, this isn't fact. That's not fact. That's not fact. Well, yeah, but it's more of a character study on women in well, that's Hollywood. Why, that's why Joyce Carol Oates, who wrote the book, that's why she made, that's why it's a fiction that's why it's not yeah. considered a biography. It's not. Fiction. Yeah. Uh, it's because yeah. it is that it's, it's, it's really the difference is it's the same shit that I said this before too. Uh, it's like what James Elroy does, right? Mm. It's not that yeah. dissimilar. A book, the book blonde is not that dissimilar because James Elroy has, you know, all these crime novels set in the same era and he's got yeah. characters like JFK and Marilyn herself and all these fucking, and yeah. all these, and he's, he's inserting these sort of like uh, conspiracy theories and rumors and shit into it, into the fucking book, but it's still a work yeah. of fiction. People recognize that, but I feel like because Joyce Carol Oates was one, a woman two has her own sort of maybe her own opinions of Marilyn Monroe that maybe people don't like, you yeah, know, and exactly. also, and also the fact that like it's centered specifically on this one person, as if James Elroy, the character isn't really these people is more of LA and, in Hollywood and sort of an era like you know what I'm mm. saying like as opposed yeah, to okay. there's a lot of roaming characters in and out both fictional and and and, and, and not so and not focused it's not right, it's not completely hyper focused on one person like so yeah. so like maybe that that has to factor into why people sort of have but, their like, issues you know yeah i mean but if you if you're really thinking about do you really think the president treated her right and do you really right. think that she do you really think she committed suicide i don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I i honestly i don't think she i know they they did the suicide thing in the in that film because they were i i don't know if if they would have had her murdered in that film i think i don't know i actually it might have helped the film because yeah, then yeah. it's like, yeah, we said it wasn't. We said it was fiction. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it would it would have helped the backlash. It, it may not have helped the film. It would have helped the backlash. But it, it but the suicide speaks to more of what they were trying to go for about actors and being in this world and 
all the awful things. I mean, dude, if you remember, I mean, there were the document. I don't know if you, I can't remember the name of the documentary about all the major studios back then would have, uh, they were all connected to the, uh, the theaters that yeah. they would send their films to. They had contracts between the major movie theaters right. all throughout the country. Which is why they, so, they, they made it, they made it illegal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, but before they did that, they would have conventions like any other, you know, industry they'd have these huge conventions where all the theater owners would come and they would beforehand, they would have actors or actresses come audition and tell them that they're going to be in this big new musical and they had to get a costume or they would get a wardrobe team, everything, do the whole thing. They would, they would do auditions. And then lo and behold, the only movie that they were going to be in was no movie. It was they were going to be the entertainment, the girl at the party for that specific movie theater yeah. and or that manager at that theater, that owner at that theater. So and they would they had lines of like these huge tables and every owner had a, his own bottle of booze. And it was just this sickening display of like debauchery and a lot of people got abused and it's just like so it's like it's not that far-fetched to stuff that they're saying in blonde is what i'm trying to say is this is why this is what i mean though you're talking about hollywood is built on that shit so yeah and this yeah for them to be sort of like so um for people to be sort of so uh adverse to sort of be stories highlighting that to me is like actually counterintuitive because it's like, if people really do want to fucking, you know, if people really do want to progress beyond sort of like the past, right. Then they have to sort of be able mm -hmm. to reckon with it. You know what I mean? And like this idea of like, sort of trying to like Hollywood is hilarious because they like to position themselves as this like beacon of morality. Now when it's like, dude, like that's never what you were, you know what I'm saying? Like if anything, you never make amends, but like making amends is not hiding your art, whitewashing history, making amends mm -hmm. is coming to terms with the shit that was done and not running away from yeah. it and actually being okay to say, okay, yeah, this stuff did happen. Uh, you know, and how do you move forward? But like, you don't move forward the way they've decided to, which is, I feel like it's just yeah. revisionism, like into pretending well, like, like yeah. okay, everything mm -hmm. is everything. All that's, that's there's a few bad actors. It's like Harvey and a couple of guys. That's it. But it's like, no, 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 no. This shit is foundational. Yeah. Like it's in the yeah. fucking fabric. So it's like, you don't just punish a few people and then it's wipe the, wipe the slate clean and then pretend that like it's a new world. No, 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 no. that's not how this shit works. You know I mean, that? if you go back to the code, the Hollywood code, the Hayes code. <laughs> what, yeah. yeah. What was the reason for that? The reason was because the government was going to come in and start regulating because they're like, you guys are out of control. What the what the hell's going on here? Like there was so many scandals and so many, and those were the things that they knew about. Right. right. So you, you can you how imagine? Much, yeah, you gotta imagine like if social media existed in that era. Oh my god. <laughs> because just, the amount of shit awful. You, like you said, the amount of shit you did hear about, like yeah, think about that. Like how much crazy yeah, uh, shit it's you know what I'm saying? It's like horrifying, horrifying. Yeah.
Yeah, it's everybody knows sleazy, those stories, bro. Sleazy <laughs> business. Yeah, everybody it's, that's yeah. you even brush up close to this industry, you hear crazy shit all the time. Like you know, what I'm saying? oh yeah, you hear crazy shit. Oh, you know what this person did at this party one time? You know what I mean? Like everybody's heard yeah. those stories from people from not only from the past but shit people that currently you know work now. Like that's not yeah. a thing that like just is just some shit that's like you just brush under the rug completely and pretend that like. Okay, everything's fixed. I mean, if you do that, then you're only yeah. gonna, you're, all you're doing is sort of like it's like a rot, right? It's just mm-hmm. it's like you're not actually getting rid of the problem. It's just yeah, it's just festering and it's gonna fucking you know. It's like you gotta completely like you've got to completely address it or don't like or don't yeah. pretend to address yeah. it because I feel like right that's what it is now. It's like a lot of it's a lot of PR shit, right? They're trying to sort of you know cover uh, sort of okay we need to sort of like get on top of this and sort of try to mm-hmm. try to control the messaging, control the message. Uh, yeah. So we can get business back, back in order and we can keep the money going. Um, and that's really it. <laughs> like, you know, and that, and I, I mean, when it comes down to it and that's everything though, it's like, yeah, it's a business. Yeah. It's a business. It's the same thing. The music industry, music industry is one of the most sleazy oh, yeah. business. It's a sleazy business too. And it's dirty and um same thing i mean but but hey i mean (laughs) i don't know i i mean it's it's one of these things like you know i love i don't know how we segue out of that but it's all good this is a podcast that's like normally does this so it's all good we go on tangents yeah i mean cold sweat is what we started with and then we just went where we went you know so it's all good but yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> cold sweat <laughs> is definitely uh uh um i don't know if it has any commentary about hollywood necessarily um directly um but in a way it is sort of uh a movie about i maybe that maybe that subgenre mm-hmm. is it is about is, exploitation uh, of people being taken advantage, yeah you know innocent people yeah and that and that and why was that so huge and blew up so big in that era? So, I mean, it, it came real fast and it got real big. And I think it died really quickly be, just because of the nature of the time it came in. I, um, you mean like the whole like Saul era type of like. Yeah, type, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, that, yeah, the whole torture porn. I hate like yeah. I, said, I hate that 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 label, too, I feel like. I feel like there's there's there are there was stuff that was in that like there were some movies that were so definitely in that realm Hmm. where that weren't even movies I remember stuff that was people independent filmmakers that were coming out with stuff that I turned off because (laughs) I will say this I will say this in a way as much as I don't like that that is a probably a fair description of some of those movies not not the ones that really get labeled that for real because i feel like those mm-hmm. movies like they're not really that but but no but what they ushered in there's definitely some films that were that and porn is like yeah when when you when you withhold nothing from the audience that's yeah porn. so so that's that's what, yeah. that's what makes it porn. and i feel like there are movies in that subgenre that got made you know on a probably on a smaller scale and that you saw COVID, oh yeah a lot of directed dvds and shit like that where it's like that's exactly what it was like they were withholding nothing. oh dude yeah it was just like no yeah more, you know like yeah it's just basically let just let's let's just show people as much as possible like august underground type shit you know what i'm saying 
that type of shit that you know came I mean? to mind yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that type of shit yeah. i would say okay that's a fair label for some stuff uh like that yeah specifically like the, the stuff like hostels and like saws not necessarily like i feel like yeah i you can say some of those movies push 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 the envelope for sure go over uh, the top at moments but to call it torture porn i just don't feel like it's not completely i don't feel like it's accurate. that's not fair yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel like real torture porn wouldn't get released you know mm-hmm. it, it would and it, it would didn't get, it was right. it went straight it went straight to dvd at mm-hmm. the time yeah. and people would send me that stuff i mean even when they there was a there was a remake of a of a film and i couldn't not a remake it was a sequel to one of them and i was I went to watch it and I was like, I don't want to see this because it was, there was no story. It was nothing. I can't remember what it was now, but it's not important. But even the, like you mentioned hostel, that first hostel, I haven't watched it in years, but I remember when it came out, there's like 20 to 25 minutes of story. Like you getting to know these characters and they're douchebags for sure but there you knew like i i knew those guys like i could i could i could know i remember those guys from school like i i knew who those guys were yeah and it's like (laughs) yeah yeah. and it's like and and they developed the character like you you knew the character and you cared about the character enough to when at that 25 30 minute mark when all hell broke loose it had more of an impact but um i don't remember the sequels enough to speak on them but i remember i remember two i, I remember two but i don't like that i think the other one was like direct to dvd and i didn't really yeah, yeah 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 that was like yeah that was a weird one but but yeah i mean you're right i feel like there was more to those movies but i feel like it, it's it's low-hanging fruit because it's like yeah the, yeah it definitely that. is i mean it, it it is what it like i like we were talking about before you got to know what you're going to see yeah and and that's what i was shocked about the cold sweat mm. so the difference there is the setup and the execution and the built building of suspense but then when in hostel, when you're that suspenseful or not even suspense in hot there, I don't think there's any suspense. I think there's a bit of mystery yeah. about what's going on at first. You're definitely trying like, to you figure don't know out like, what's happening. Yeah. You're definitely trying to figure out what the hell this, how's this work? Like what is going on? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big what's aspect the, of the mystery. Yeah. 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 And then, and then you're, and then boom, you're in this room where, oh, this is what they're, they're doing and and they're showing you what they're doing cold sweat you figure out what they're doing Mm -hmm. but then it's a cat and mouse of them trying to escape at the same time and also trying to get around this the the devices that the the people are using on them so it creates so many different elements it's it's a could I be so bold to say it's it has it has some Hitchcockian type 
feels oh, to yeah, it. For sure. I mean, yeah, like that, that's, yeah, that's a high praise, but yeah, it definitely has some Hitchcockian it, elements to it. I would, yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause it's like, uh, yeah. Uh, when you talk about Hitchcock and sort of like his, his sort of, uh, bomb he's he's telling you there's a bomb right that he tells you the bombs under the table that creates all the tension yeah you know what i mean like it's definitely yeah uh, it's definitely interesting that i um and like you even mentioned earlier like how they he got like a, a an oscar after he died right <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah like it's that's that's a perfect uh example of how his sort of re- reassessment like you know what i mean because i feel like hitchcock during his time wasn't viewed they with oh yeah they hated that him. he's reviewed now you know and i feel like you look at all the filmmakers that he inspired whether it's you know both here and abroad like you know whether yeah. it's you know guys like the palma that comes to mind immediately or like his italian counterpart you know argento you know what i mean like oh yeah those 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 those, those directors are directly influenced by by sort of that hitchcockian vibe that hitchcockian uh, approach to to sort of staging and telling of a cinematic story you know what i mean like that whole thing was a he was a weirdly enough he is a subgenre like you know what i mean like yeah like you know what i mean like when you say hitchcock you, that's a whole that's you, genre of itself yeah, it's a genre of itself. i i i would argue you know honestly i think he if he would be making genre films if he was around today or maybe even if he was around 30 years ago or like, you know, making films like 30 or 20, 20, 30 years ago, he would be making some wild, wild stuff. Yeah, yeah he definitely I mean, stuff for the time. Then, you know? Yeah, for the time. Can yeah, you imagine yeah. what he would be? Yeah. yeah yeah i feel like he was uh he was inhibited a lot by sort of like the standards of his yeah. time like you know because there was a lot of pushback you know for for some of the shit that he was doing and so yeah, you gotta understand definitely. like that's just the shit that he was able to get through you know yeah. what i mean like yeah like yeah a lot of shit that he was just not gonna be able to ever well you do. dude i just watched like that's the, the movie i saw the new bev i watched the the ibc uh original print um of uh not rear window uh vertigo vertigo yeah 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 i watched the original ibc print and which they like now if you watch it on your dvd or you watch it a digital um screening of it they're going to show it in 185 uh aspect ratio yeah but yeah and now the original was uh 166 and and so and the coloring they kept in that ibc print it's the original coloring and it's still intact it's not fate the stuff's not faded or anything mm-hmm. it looks it looks great i mean yeah there's scratches and stuff on the film but you're seeing a clean print of how it was in 1958 uh but man i don't know if it was the younger audience that i saw it with like there's parts where they were laughing at stuff that they shouldn't have been laughing at. Mm-hmm. But then I, it was a lot heavier watching it with 
this young audience than I've ever felt it before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of like they asked everyone, you know, they ask them, hey, who has who's seen this movie before? Or who's seen it for the first time? Almost more than half of the audience raised their hand <laughs> and it was all young people. Yeah, yeah. And I was I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> and man, when that movie, when he's at the at the end, uh and Jimmy Stewart is dragging her up the stairwell to the top of the to, to the top of the um at the mission. And he's dragging her up to the bell at the very at the very end. People were just like, you could feel the energy. They were just like, oh my God, this is awful. Like, and then he's in, he's like yelling at her. He's all, you were an app pupil. You you tricked me and you guys did this and did that. And then the nun scares her and she falls off the building again or the, really falls off the building yeah. and dies at the end. And he just standing there. It was crickets at the end of the film. Like it ended and people were just like, like, I would have totally <laughs> had my motherfucking uh, Max Katie and fucking, uh, <laughs> <a> fucking <laughs> laughing in the theater with cigar. Ah! <laughs> ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cape Fear moment, like all these other people running. Like, oh god! <laughs> uh, no, they were they were they were genuinely horrified <laughs> by the just just every. I mean, but leading up to it, they they started. I could see the turn. There was a turn in the audience in that film from. When he's like, yeah, he thought he lost this woman he's in love with. He's dead. She's dead. He loses his mind. He goes to like an insane asylum for a while, a hospital. And then he's roaming the streets, lost. And then he finds this girl that looks like the girl. So at that point, you could you could feel the energy in the in the audience. But then when he starts demanding that she changes who she is to fit what he wants then the, i could feel another really weird vibe in that audience it was like like people were like jesus this guy like they, they started and it, and it was almost that was the first time that i've seen like that transition of the character felt in such a really heavy way so i don't know I wonder if that's what it was like in the fifties when, in the sense of when he, when he starts turning into this guy that she has to look and be the woman that he wants her to be. And that's the only way he's going to love her. And then he ends up taking, when he finds out that he's been duped, mm -hmm. then he's like, fuck you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to take you to the top to look at this. And it's like, what, what was his, what was his objective to take her to the top of the tower? Was it, he was going to throw her off the building? Like it, like, that's what, that's what you get. That's what, the kind of idea that's behind it. That's what I think is happening. But yeah, I, I don't know if audiences in the fifties were, would have been, I, I wonder if they were as shocked. I, I mean, I bet, I bet you they were titillated. At that point, at that point where he's, he's going to take her up and, and kill her. Yeah. Like this is the fifties and, and it yeah, I didn't think they, do well. I think, I think, that, I think they would be, there'd probably be some shock, but probably not 
the shock would be as bad today. Yeah, because I do. I feel like younger people now, um, they have a, a specific kind of like diet of film, <laughs> and that's, that's true. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and and sort of like when they get exposed to sort of older films that don't sort of adhere to the new sort of standards and social mores and shit, like I feel like they respond differently. You know what I mean? Like than we mm-hmm. would because we grew up on movies like you know whether it's shit i mean we grew up on movies like what's 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 the movie that, oh, uh, man. Uh, uh uh i mean porkies and fucking there's all these oh, fucking yeah. movies where like if you played them now like i mean you watch yeah. it now you're like yo it's kind of wild but that was what it was like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, like, but yeah. we grew up with seeing like sort of those sort of depictions animal and, house yeah right and now you don't get those no more like so so mm-hmm. so it's like when people are exposed to them after sort of probably only watching sort of the new kind of you know that's true that's true it's probably very sh- and that's shocking like <laughs> and i always and i always i always felt that it was that vertigo was not a shocking film i always felt it as oh this is very I didn't personal think it was either yeah yeah i I, mean, no. I understand why people would now younger people now it's like yeah and now like it was it was it was disturbing to a lot of people and I get, I get it, but I, I've never, never thought, and I was maybe because I was so desensitized. Yeah, yeah. That uh, when I was younger, too, yeah. and I, I don't know, I, I don't like watch me. as much crazy as many crazy movies yeah, now I've as chilled, I did then. I've chilled a little bit. Like I don't chase the crazy shit anymore. Um, even yeah. though, but I do watch a lot of Japanese shit. So by default, a lot of times it's just crazy. Yeah. Movies. But, yeah. but, 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 but. I do say that, like, I always have to remind myself when it comes to, like, genre stuff and horror that I've seen so much that, like, I don't, like, I have, a, I'm very desensitized to the shit. Like, yeah. people still yeah. tell me, I when I run across just regular people, just, and they talk about, like, I don't want to see that. I get scared. I'm, I just, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, people still get scared by this shit. <laughs> like, I, yeah. like, I was, I can't remember the last time I was scared by a movie. Like, yeah. I've seen way too many, like, you know what I mean? Like, the stuff that that they say is shocking is just kind of like okay like you know what i mean like yeah you know? <laughs> like, is, is the movie but is the movie good yeah right right it's right. like yeah, yeah you know it's like terrifier too right it's not scary it's not shocking right there's I'm, there's some I'm fun parts from, to it i'm not i'm watching it from the perspective of like oh like how gonzo are they gonna go but like also like how does this relate to sort of like the overall movie like it's not really yeah. like it's not really like i'm watching it to see sort of like the kills as as much as I know that like the director is like a I agree special yeah effects no I agree yeah but like but, but like, I, it's the same you're right, looking like the, to see the yeah, movie the it's story more about the like, overall movie. overall how yeah, is it like work? like that stuff is cool it's fine it's like you can see it and be like all right yeah that's cool that they did a practical effect and it was like kind of original and all right I can whatever but like that's not enough for me to like hold me you know what I'm saying that has to be but of, you know that's also the the time that yeah. we're in too we've seen all like i mean you've seen stuff from the 80s and then you've seen the progression of special effects yeah like i remember my my oldest brother saying how he in a million years he would have never thought that he would see like when the walking dead came out he yeah. never thought he'd see a show like that on TV on like prime time yeah, yeah, yeah. television. Yeah. Like that, that was unheard of. 
And so, dude, so we when zombies weren't a thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Remember when 28 Days Later first came out? Like, motherfuckers was like, they make a zombie shit again? Like, and now it's like, yeah. You like, now it's like zombies is so, like, what the fuck? You, just, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's fucking pop culture, man. Right. It's so fucking ubiquitous that it's like, it got to the point where people got sick of it. it people got sick of it multiple times. Like, yeah, it yeah. Went away, then came back again, and people got sick of it again, it, and then came back. And now it's just such a, yeah, such a part well, of it. Well, it came record. back. It came back in the, it came back in the, it was in the 80s, in the, mm-hmm. in the early 90s, and then it went away. Like, I remember, interviews that they played with tom savini with uh when he did the remake the remake of night. night of the living dead yeah 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 uh, night of the living dead 90 mm-hmm. and he his biggest concern was that zombies weren't scary anymore because they were on like commercials and stuff like that so he was trying to figure out how can i make zombies scary it's like yeah but uh but then, yeah, it came, it went away again. And then 28 days later, and that was the running, that was the new yeah, thing, yeah. the running the zombie. Rage, yeah, yeah, the running, the rage yeah. zombies or whatever. Yeah, and then called. it was, are, you know, are they really zombies? They're, they're infected, all this stuff. Yeah, right. But and, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But, but to the point of what you were saying, it's like, you're not watching it to see the effects. Because look at what we can do in movies even on a low budget yeah it's amazing yeah it's like that's not a that's not an issue anymore i always think about that i think about like even when if you watch those making of like jurassic park when they were gonna do the what stop motion for that movie yeah until (laughs) until one of the guys the computer uh i forget what the graphics guys was like well, look what I can do on the computer. Mm-hmm. And they didn't, they didn't want him to do it or whoever was his superior was like, no, we're not doing that. And he happened to be able to show Kathleen Kennedy and Spielberg on a fluke. And they were like, wait, what is that? Yeah. yeah. And then he, that's when Spielberg's like, oh, this is the future. But um, so it's like, you can, you can basically that's not an issue anymore. You could basically do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Visually. It's more, it's more about, you know, it's more about sort of for, at least for me, like I'm, I'm more invested in, uh, I was explaining this to, uh, when I was talking about night moves on the last episode. Right. And I was, mm-hmm. my guest, Gabrielle, I was saying like the difference between a movie like night moves and, and, and a movie like, uh, that you would see today is that night moves is, a story where the plot is in service of the characters. And now it's the other way around. Most movies mm-hmm. now, the characters are in service of the plot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's, it's, like it's all about the, 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 the plot mechanics and the, the, the logistics of the plot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, a movie like that specifically, it's like, it really doesn't even matter what the plot is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like they've, they've, when they went about telling a story that they have a sort of coherent sense of this happens that happens but that's not really the point because it's more yeah. character driven it's more about you know and that speaks to sort of sort of the stuff that i find more interesting as, as just as a viewer and as a creative person it, in general you know what i'm saying where it's like mm-hmm. you want to like it's like yeah the like i'm all for like the cool shit like you know but like yeah 
like I don't I feel we, we live in a like everyone's obsessed like I do I point out stuff all the time where I'll, I'll point out a plot hole like oh boom you know but honestly I don't really give a fuck about a plot hole if if I feel like I'm getting in if I'm if I'm getting invested in a sort of world of of, of uh, that's populated with characters that are actually interesting and complex you know yeah 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 I agree with exploring and exploring things that typically uh you don't see like when it when it comes to sort of your everyday kind of show or movie now like you you know like you know a character is a bad guy character is a good guy and like the bad guy and a good guy they're eventually it leads to a fight and they fight and it's over like you know like it's just very plotty and story mathy you know it's like okay, no no i get it like, yeah like okay but what's interesting about that though like you know what i'm saying like that's what i mean like that type that type of thing is like even like you said not to use terrifier you know as the sole example but like a movie like terrifier what's more interesting to me about it is sort of uh the people that populate mm-hmm the movie you know what i mean and even the even the art the clown guy like the the choices that the director makes and the way he depicts that guy you know what i'm saying that's sort of like yeah i do find that interesting like you know what i'm saying like i do find it oh like you're just gonna go that way like you're not gonna explain shit okay i, I like that yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah like, you know knowing when to do that knowing not when to do that you know because i feel like yeah with the halloween franchise I, one of the ones that we always talk about everyone talks about all the time there's a million takes about it but but you know, like John Carpenter just was just trying to make a low budget movie, dog. Like he was trying to make a low yeah. budget movie about a guy in a mask who kills babysitters, and then like yeah. that was it. Like, and it be and it became what it became. But like it wasn't. He wasn't. There was. There's a reason that Michael Myers is you know quote unquote the shape. You know, like yeah, it's not much. He's not. You know what I'm saying? It's not about that. But then of course every other iteration that they want to try to make some sort of like lore and like delve into and it's like you're almost defeating the purpose like by applying too yeah much, too much to a they sort of, you they know, ruined they ruined that franchise mm-hmm. when they hate it when everybody hated that he wasn't in uh, uh three. three well honestly yeah. they well they ruined it with two because uh, well yeah it should have went two. from it, it should have went, went from, from one, one to three from one to three yeah because if you want because carpenter wanted it to just be a series of different movies right so but yeah they wanted to every cash year in. to they wanted to cash in on the success of that first one so it's like we can't make a sequel without <laughs> right you know? and what did he say he said uh he said he wrote the second one drunk <laughs> I, i've heard i've heard i've read yeah, that somewhere yeah. That he, make his, that he just, said, let's make him her his he was just like make Michael it make it his brother. sister yeah sister yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 or yeah. uncle or whatever the hell and then and then he's just like yeah his sister and then and then blow him up kill him at the end movie yeah. done yeah and, and, and yeah and i look like i look at something like that and it's just like again like it just speaks to the larger problem problem right <laughs> which is just like that is just like everything like you know what i mean yeah like now, now it's just like yeah i mean trust me i i i i when i'm here's the thing if a movie's working right it can have plot holes yeah right like it can like people think that like plot holes are a reason the movie doesn't work and i'm like no actually no <laughs> like that's not the reason like um like a movie can fucking work fine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, 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 a movie can be a f- complete fever dream. Like, you know, again, like mm-hmm. early Argento shit, right? Like, 
like it's a good greatest, yeah, there you his go. greatest movies make zero sense dog yeah <laughs> like like you know that's what I'm saying? true like, like it doesn't necessarily because it's not because people think it's like this math problem and it's not like no. it's not a math problem and like listen and when it's when it is a math problem that's when it's an issue you know what i'm saying like yeah if you're, if you're telling a certain kind of story right and 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 you're and people are paying attention to certain things like okay like because there's certain things where i'm like okay you, this is drawing attention to it which it really shouldn't be like you should be more focused on over here yeah but yeah, yeah there's yeah too there's... busy looking at this thing that's a glaring you know flaw so you know like i don't know like i feel like it's just people just have the one size fits all approach to everything um it's it's strange I, including what shit. including how they like view what art is supposed to be what a movie is supposed to be what a you know what i mean like there's like there's this like boilerplate style boilerplate you know blueprint for for what is good or what is quality in the minds of certain people not only executives but like oh, yeah. casual movie goers and and like you know everyone has an opinion on the shit right so obviously but but yeah at the end of the day it's like it's just there is no real you know there is no real right or wrong about this shit but but you can objectively point out like certain things where you're like um i can kind of get a sense of what the filmmaker was going for and they failed <laughs> like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like you know what i mean yeah like uh and 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 failing doesn't necessarily mean um all the time that the fail that it's because there was some sort of logic hole or or like uh like sometimes incoherence is part of a thing it works yeah yeah, yeah. well speaking of that like one of the praised genre directors is uh what's his name from uh, hereditary oh are yeah yeah which i mean i i like hereditary for what i think it was trying to do accomplish something mm-hmm. and i i don't think that he succeeded <laughs> <laughs> i i but i but i think but it was it's entertaining enough where i'll be like oh, that that was good is is good to an extent yeah i feel similar and i feel similar about it, it, in general yeah. and that that other the what was the other one midsummer. right after that midsummer yeah midsummer yeah oh man i i was i was on board i was like okay i'm gonna go in and just <laughs> sit close enough to where no one's around me and i'm gonna go straight in all, all i didn't read anything i didn't watch trailer or anything and i was about maybe 15 minutes into that movie i was on board like that opening in that film i think it's it's fantastic yeah yeah yeah. and then and you're given and this speaks to kind of what you're talking about and both of those movies in the sense of story and or plot i should say versus characters and character development or what these characters are doing or what they have to say because i think in the the midsummer you're you're stuck on he's stuck on the plot i don't know it, it, 
I had I had a problem with what the characters, how they were set up and then what they became later in the film. And I had a problem with like, okay, I know this story from the get go. Like, I know where this is going, like from the setup, even if you didn't watch or read anything about the film. Right. I've seen we've seen this already. So I'm like, okay, I know where you're what type of movie this is. I know what the plot's going to essentially be, but I'm, I'm going to go along for the ride and I'm happy to do that. And I'll, you know, ignore anything I've seen just to have a good time with this, how, where you take us. But then the characters did, some of them did complete one (laughs) eighties of who they are in the middle of the film. And and it's just it, it was so jarring to me that I was just like, what, what is going on? Like, that was what that's what really drove that movie for me. And then when they when they turn complete opposite direction, a few of them, even the main character switched on us yeah. midway. Yeah. Like, this is a girl who, who had trouble with every she was still traumatized by what had happened to her and she's, she's traumatized and she's still going through grief. And then all of a sudden, all of that's gone uh, midway through that film, completely gone. And, and, and you don't, and I don't, I don't feel the dread. I don't feel the terror. I don't feel the uneasiness her uneasiness as a, as a person or as a character was what made that kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, and, I'm kind of like, a fence, I don't know. I'm a fence sitter on Oster as a, like, like there's aspects of, of sort of like the idea of a guy making a certain type of movie uh, at a certain scale. Oh yeah. I, I, I agree I, with you on that some I appreciate, of that. you know, and I do appreciate his. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that too. Troll nature in a way, kind of uh, like. About, if you is that what that was with like he does, That's like, what it was. Here's why I know he's a troll. Here's why I know he's a troll because it's that fucking short film that he did. The fucking strange thing about the Johnsons uh, or whatever the fuck. Like that's okay. not something that like first of all making that movie that is clearly the epitome of a troll like you know what i'm saying like like <laughs> making a movie about a black family where the son rapes the dad mm-hmm. and that's the whole then it becomes like a horror movie because yeah. the son is like terrorizing his father but he's gonna fucking rape like it's just so fucking it's like you know you just can't even like you just laugh at the fucking <laughs> absurdity of it so i already know like the type of filmmaker i'm dealing with when i watch his movies where i'm like yeah so it's we'll see. I had movie. never seen. I had. I wasn't familiar with all his shorts. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Johnson's one is like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. That's a fucked up movie, but it's like one of those movies where you just like once you see that, you kind of that's the code cracking when it comes to but, Aster, Like, but with but with mm-hmm. the but with Hereditary, mm-hmm. um, I it it was almost like he was doing something that I've always wanted or attempted to do or that I would aspire to do is basically he's, he's making, he's trying to put together that horror film. It's not a horror film. Mm -hmm. And 
And uh, I think that's one of the ultimate goals. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. when you're making this, so you just want it to be a story that you're involved with the plot, you're involved with the characters, you're involved with this drama and there's some crazy shit happening. And it's not, it doesn't fall into the tropes. It doesn't fall into like, oh, listen to the music here. We're, yeah. we're in a horror film, you know, that I love that kind of shit. And yeah. that's why I think yeah. I like foreign films too. Cause they, sometimes they're so uh, like, what's his name with the, oh man, I, I draw a blank sometimes with the, some of the films. Cause I've seen so much stuff. <laughs> no, I'm saying but but yeah but like some of the foreign films that that are very matter of fact or don't have a score mm-hmm. and horrific shit's happening so you don't really know how to take it like a lot of american films they'll tell you what to feel yeah and yeah. Because they'll start, like, they'll start doing their fake synth score that like sounds like John Carpenter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, I know yeah. it's supposed to feel like this because it felt like this. And uh... <laughs> yeah, it was like, what's that one? Do you know the name of that filmmaker that um, all of his movies they can't really be classified as horror films, but he his depiction of violence is revolting like in in terms of I gotta, you gotta a, you gotta describe a movie for me I'm oh man he's got so much stuff um but it's basically is um oh man i wish i i could pull i i, I just don't have it right now it's a foreign, but basically foreign filmmaker yeah yeah he he is his his style of, of filmmaking, he's he's like the locked off camera like stuff. Haneke or somebody? And Hannah, yeah, Haneke. Like Haneke. like yeah, his, yeah. his Haneke shit. hates the audience, dog. Yeah, like, yeah, but like, I love that. Like, like you guys should not be watching fucking middle. movies. Fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah, with yeah, this yeah. with this shit. Yeah, yeah. No, it's and <laughs> but it's fan, it's great though yeah, because yeah. you should like funny game i don't want to say you shouldn't cachet, i i want to say you yeah. shouldn't yeah yeah cachet mm-hmm. and all all it. it's like yeah maybe you shouldn't be watching shit like this <laughs> yeah, <he clearly laughs> or you shouldn't is. be you shouldn't be cheering on you shouldn't mm-hmm. be cheering it on like it, it's like we do mm-hmm. and there's movies that are fun and they're gross and that's fun to be scared or it's fun to get into and have a lot of you know laugh at or have fun with and like the the slasher movies were, were fun but yeah he hates the audience but he his violence is so disturbing that and it's so disconnected from the film it's disconnected completely to the point of you start to question why am i watching this yeah yeah i and i find that fascinating yeah, yeah, that's that's that's. I mean, that, that's what's the, the main appeal of, of a Haneke movie. Honestly, is that like yeah. that perspective, that sort of disdain for the viewer, <laughs> like yeah, you know what I'm saying? where it's like yeah, like what the fuck? It makes you kind of like look inward as opposed to yeah, you know, completely just at the screen. And there's there's value in that for sure. You know, um, 
and I'm on the fence about sort of, you know, uh, how I feel, you know, just as somebody like who's sort of inundated and sort of seen so much shit. Um, yeah. Like as I've grown and as I've changed and matured and shit, like what, what do I feel about sort of uh, this shit? Cause I do find myself a lot of times like thinking about certain movies and certain shit. And I'm just like, why do we like this shit? Like, like, why is this shit people? Why do people praise this shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you really start to yeah. go down that rabbit hole. It is, a, it is a very, uh, I don't know. It definitely, I feel like it definitely informs some of the stuff I do now in a way where I'm just, I don't know. It comes from a different place now. It's not as, uh, yeah, it's more, it's more of a, I don't know. I don't know if I wouldn't call it mean spirited for sure, but it's definitely not, uh, from a place of like uh fan dumb you know yeah like yeah, i don't create no, yeah. from and that's probably that's probably what separates me from probably I, I would feel like a lot of the people uh in this right now um which is that i don't write from a place of fandom anymore like i don't mm -hmm. like i don't have like i don't believe that you should make liking horror movies a personality like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? how many people we know like that like we know a lot oh their whole personality is that like you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like i don't think you should make yeah. that a personality no, like i like them i've seen all the movies yeah. you've seen i know about the shit but like that's not my personality like you know what i'm saying yeah. like yeah. like i don't you know i don't need to wear a cavi colors t-shirt and uh <laughs> and like fucking you know like i don't know oh, i'm do fucking horror trivia night oh, i'm guilty shit. <laughs> well i'm 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 guilty of I'm look guilty i have of, a cup i have like, a couple of i got i got i have a yeah. couple of shirts i'm not gonna well, sit there and <laughs> Like I don't have them. I you do. Have a, you have a couple, a couple. I have a couple of them, but like it's not. <laughs> I, but it's not. It's not my. I haven't. I don't embody it as my full fledged. Like it isn't. It is a garnishment atop of who I am. Like you yeah. know, what I'm like it's 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 not the. Well, you know, what's you know funny what is, yeah, no, it's funny. It's like I get mischaracterized. Like I, I mean, of course, my my uh, I grew up uh, with my older brother with rotten cotton. Mm -hmm. and i had a time i didn't of, even think about you know, i didn't even think about that element which yeah. you just brought it back up but yeah ron cotton who makes yeah. those kind of shirts <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but actually and, i like and i actually, i'm not just i'm not just blowing smoke up your ass or nothing but i actually like rotten cotton in terms of like because the the shirts that you that your brother would make right and those type of shirts mm -hmm. don't come from that kind of same thing like what i mean by that is like oh this feels like an authentic thing this feels like someone who's mm -hmm. like making these shirts from these movies and selling these shirts but it feels like an aesthetic choice like it, it, it mm -hmm. if that makes sense like like when i say cavity colors i pointed them specifically because they're oh like, yeah okay yeah you know I what i'm saying like because i feel like yeah. it's indicative of like this funko pop kind of motherfucker <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying like i feel like if you know about rotten cotton you're almost kind of in a, in a way kind of like it still takes effort to even know about rotten cotton like you know what i'm saying yeah like, well like, you know what I, mean? like, I think that means that you've got cotton, cotton for the longest time mm -hmm. yeah for the longest time it was you know he was he was doing black and white shirts like mm -hmm. it was the white black shirt white print and it had a, it had a punk kind of uh attitude right? yeah it's, it's like definitely. out the garage type yeah. shit you know what i'm saying it yeah didn't, it didn't feel it doesn't feel like like cavity and, he, and if you didn't like it and if you didn't like it, fuck you kind right, of attitude. Right, right. He like, had, he like, had shirts you know, with the fucking, and that uh, was for the longest time. He had shirts with the fucking, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, what was that shirt with the Marlon Wayans and the fucking, uh, 
Oh, which one? Uh, um, uh, uh, fuck, I'm trying to remember. Oh, that. homie to clown. A homie to clown. They had all kind of. He had all kind. It wasn't just horror specifically. But yeah, like it, yeah. It was. It was. There was. There was homie to clown. There was. There was serial killer. Some serial killer stuff. Yeah. Um. There was. There was like. It was something that you know. It was like. <laughs> He had a juice. The juice is loose. Yeah, the uh, OJ shit. Yeah, yeah OJ yeah. shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. you know, yeah, and that that's that punk kind of like, exactly. yeah, fuck, fuck you, kind of kind of thing. And, um, and these other things are very corporatized in a way where it's like, yeah, it's like, again, it feels that's like true. Even though they're small, it's like it's almost like they have corporate aspirations, and and, it, and it's reflective in sort of the shit that they put out. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's reflective yeah. in sort of again that's sort of the type of people who. Who would get those shirts and a lot of times are the types of people who are very you know um well i remember when sean started doing more than he's just started doing more colors he and because the culture the culture changed mm-hmm. though there was that and maybe that's what you were talking about when you were mentioning earlier you were talking about uh generation x and what the people that were buying it and what who what you expected yeah. from some somebody from that was making rotten cotton yeah, yeah and as the years went on the culture changed like he had to add more colors like he had to do five six or even more colors than that on his shirts different colors on there then he had to change the material of his shirts mm. like uh people <laughs> <laughs> what did somebody say there it said like wearing a rotten cotton shirt was um it was it was hurting their their chest or their nipples <laughs> or something and he was like whatever you know go fuck yourself kind of thing but then they wanted that nice they want wool, that soft spring spring spun wool or whatever the fuck like silk yeah, oh, yeah it was yeah. like a silk silk cotton type deal very mm. soft and and so then that happened too, where he was having to like change. I don't, I don't remember if he, if he did or not, but I'm assuming he did. But the, um, yeah, it's like you had to change the, the, the fabric of the shirt <laughs> to appeal and have all the colors and everything to, you know. Well, that again, that's very, that, that, it's that's so actually, interesting. But that's appropriate because you talk about like having to like change the fabric, and I feel like. We, our discussion has been like about the changing of the moral fabric. See how I see what I did there? Yeah. 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 yeah there you go. So, you there know, you go. Um, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, I feel that's a good way to sort of like put a button on this. Uh, and I always like to end uh, with um, one. Thanks. Thanks for coming on, Jonathan. It's been, uh, oh man, it's been great to catch up. It's been long overdue, but um, at yeah. this point, I like yeah. to give you the mic to sort of, plug anything you want or point people in the direction or tell people anything if you even if you just want to um, tell people that don't go to new bev no more or, what, <laughs> yeah. or whatever you want to say the, the floor is yours <laughs> oh man um i'm you know i'm just gonna be uh i mean i don't know i'm, I'm gonna be working on some feature films that are coming up um i want to send a shout out to uh a few uh, filmmakers that I've gotten together with over the pandemic and I've known for years, uh, just like you, <laughs> but it's like um, shout out to just scare me the accountability uh, film group. 
that I joined. Uh, a few friends put together they're working professionals in the industry and we've been putting like we have an accountability group where you have to make write direct uh you you gotta shoot it everything a film every two months and if you don't make a film you owe the group a hundred dollars and so it gives you that incentive to sharpen it's gym you know for filmmakers it's like sharpen those skills work on the things that we're talking about work on plot devices work on character work Mm. on different subgenres that you want to challenge yourself with or different aspects of uh, filmmaking that you want to try to tackle and they're screened every you know at the end every uh, at the end of the whole section they're screened at at a studio and it's it's been great, man. It's, it's gotten a lot of opportunities. I have, there's, I think one, two, three, there's like five or six of the films from that group were in scream fest this last week. And, and that's, that's amazing. And uh, so I I wanted to give them a shout out, but yeah, be on the lookout. I'm going to be working on some features. I got a script right now that I'm working on um with my writing partner terry southern and the current our title is called frat dicks <laughs> you, say ter- and it's- you say terry southern you need to like uh, uh what do you oh think? yeah not not, not, the, not author, the terry southern uh, no you're thinking about not the not the, the novelist <laughs> who wrote not the uh, novelist the yeah uh, <laughs> Wrote, he's a he's a Kubrick, writer too. Uh, he Kubrick made a uh, strange love. With... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be pretty. That would be no, a flex. no. That would be a flex for sure. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. No, no. Terry, Terry's a Terry's a filmmaker. He's a writer. He's he's been in the business a long time. Uh, but we've we got he's he's got a couple other scripts that he's worked on. We and we have a lot of things that he's he's edited some of my films before and um but anyways it's it's gonna be a great film it's about this uh young black kid in a all-white fraternity in his college and he feels like he's he's gotta be a part of this group to get ahead to make some connections in this world he feels if he gets in good with these guys that that, you know, it'll lead him to, you know, some prosperity later on in life and all, all the business things he wants to do. He has a girlfriend that kind of is a little more his conscious and is like, you don't, you don't need what you were talking about earlier. I don't need these people. I don't need to be a part of this clique. I don't need to be a part of that. But then anyways, there's a, and then, so it's like animal house, and then it makes a left turn somewhere along the road and turns into some really crazy wild stuff. So, I mean, I, I don't want to, I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. Don't give anything away. But, <laughs> but cause that, that left turn is my, like our, you know, any, I mean, you name any of those movies that give you some crazy left turn, like a from dust till dawn type thing yeah. where it's like, it's a bank heist movie. Yeah, this is like Animal House, crazy movie in New Orleans, and then all of a sudden it turns into some other crazy shit. So fucking with it. 
uh, yeah, we're yeah. definitely, definitely going to be, uh, we have it finished. We're doing some, a couple drafts rewrites on certain parts and, uh, we're talking to some people to try to get it made. So be on the lookout for that. But yeah, I got a couple other films that I'm working on. I'm, uh, trying to get back into directing. Uh, it's been a while since I've made something like a feature. Yeah. I've been making shorts, but it's been a while since I made a feature and I got to get back to doing that because that's what I'm out here supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. So in a minute since black devil doll for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Which I will say this too, as I, as I close the episode, uh, if you guys um, haven't seen black devil doll, I definitely recommend it's a fun movie. It's, it's the definition of what oh, I would yeah. call a definition what I would call cult movie. You know what I'm saying? Um, for sure. It has those elements. That's, so I, yeah. Man. If you like revolutionary black puppets uh, who murder people and, and <laughs> who, who have a who have a pension for uh, white women. And uh, <laughs> it's just it's as crazy as you think it is. It's it's, it's all that. And then some. So, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, go it check is. out. Uh, go check it out. Seek it out. You will be pleasantly yeah. rewarded. It's fun. I want to you know, I, I'm going to I got to talk to uh, the other uh, people involved with that uh, property. Mm-hmm. Um my brother and and then there's a couple other guys that uh john osteen who's the editor and um and uh you know so there's and mitch mitch mays he was he was our other partner in that i gotta talk to them because I would love to see that on some streaming I'm su- service. I'm surprised somewhere. that like I'm surprised that you guys they haven't hit you guys up for like a vinegar syndrome or some shit <laughs> or some yeah. shit. That seems like the type of movie I mean, that would be right yeah. for that. You know what I'm saying? It would be right for that. It would be mm. good for uh Shudder. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know. Maybe Shudder wouldn't like it. I don't know. <laughs> Is it too hardcore for Shudder? <laughs> it's a it's a crazy movie. It's a but uh movie, but yeah. but Shudder they show they show a lot of stuff. I mean, they have Cannibal Holocaust on there. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Or even a, even, even, you know, I would just be happy for people to see it, even if it was up on like Tubi. Tubi, uh, Tubi's the and, best. Tubi's the best streaming. Circuit. Yeah, yeah. Though. Like they got the most. Shit. I, yeah, they do. I, and when I first, I don't, I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of stuff on there now, but when it first came out, it gave me that nostalgic feeling of going to the movie or to the video store yeah it, it gets it, i tell people all the time i always describe it as like you ever go into a gas station and you see like some random gas station you see a bin full of fucking cheap movies i'm like tubi has yeah. like all of those movies and they've got good shit too <laughs> but yeah. yeah like yeah but it's like yeah it's like the fucking gas station movie bin mixed with the old video rental store like yeah it's 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 definitely a, a if you don't have tubi um you should you should definitely get on. It's free. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking definitely. free too. On top of that, I mean, you gotta watch commercials, but who cares? I mean, it's it's still yeah, it's still great. I mean, come on. But yeah, um, <laughs> I've I've held you uh, long enough, Jonathan. Thank you again, bro. Um, we'll we'll talk some more as usual, but uh, off podcast. Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, as always, I don't know how to end um, podcast, so it's, it's over. <laughs> well, my uh, if, if you're looking my Instagram is at director lewis you know that's my instagram there you go i'll i'll put it in the show notes for sure there you go 
Yeah. All right. It's over. <laughs> Good. Let's do it. Do say. See you at that. Where we at? Out the bourbon with my dirty poke. We don't pop no yurkies and no fingies. Put them perks in motion. Fair's Bueller, only difference is my niggas carry rulers. Sink and swim deep up in that water like a bear cool. Tiny Tim grew up piss poor. My nigga, I was him, lost and found. In that small town, running down them ends, dining in. Ganging with them scales and them violins. Pulling more than combat kick those for them scorpions. On my corner, gotta keep your 40 like an open beer. Hully Gully, Sonic Boom, a nigga with a solar flare. Can't near me, they don't compare. Lately, I've been on the tear. All this ice dripping on me, I feel like a polar bear. Look at here, young and caught him lacking, told him stripping bear. They took me there, so even if I wanted to, I couldn't care. Drumline. Rocked him to sleep like a wooden chair The ops ain't doing no slide And them niggas wouldn't dare Whatever, tell them niggas to quit Rapping me for he become the absentee Ballad of a dead soldier On gang, them niggas never was no hoodlums Tell me what dough was they cooking He was getting fed the leftovers Them niggas know better to play with us We case shit up over money and drugs The whole hood know we some headstones On gang, tell that nigga to quit Capping me for he become the absentee Ballad of a dead soldier, we dead gang Trappers, God, God, and Google They deep dive me with the goggles from Google uh, Young think that I'm the caca, you cool cool We nan-nan the boo-boo, you blah-blah, you boo-hoo I don't whip the pot or whip the drop I just bumped the whip me out the pink beside Snapped until my fingers pop Feeling ankle wallers Thinking up the same garage I wrote this and they paid me And I'm waging war on bank deposits Long boxes getting turned to movies Even them cosplayers turn to group What else? I see them trying to get me that But I'm lifted I leave them hanging like Pans in the kitchen Every day I'm getting followers It's a brand new religion I'm with the sack and I'm blitzing You think that Santa was missing I match your dog just like you had a subscription I was there but I don't have a description I buy the farm if I don't have my prescription What else? Tell these rappers to give me half a week Some coffee and a bag of weed And this could be their best album For real Your shit was never competition Tell me what goals were you hitting You were scraping for the leftovers Shit you know better than play with us We lace them up for the love of the game We pay classes for the next thousand For real Tell these rappers to give me half a week Some coffee and a bag of weed And this could be their best album